Get your hot levels up. Get your nice hot levels up. Get your nice hot levels. Remember? Joe McCarger. Joe McCarger. The great. Absolutely. The great Joe McCarger. The great Joe McCarger. Joseph R. McCarger. I don't know if it's R. Joseph fucking McCarger. I know that's not his middle name. I know. Is that what he? Yeah. I know we mentioned it before. You know we're going to have to do those because there's a sequel. Is maybe that we'll Zombieland? That. Yeah, maybe we'll do oh. that in Halloween instead of... I don't know. We'll talk about that. I later. don't know. Bill Murray dying and then coming back to life five times. <laughs> any, uh, regrets, uh, any regrets in life? Oh, Garfield, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That, I love those movies. Have you seen the second one? I haven't seen the second one. I it's watched the first good. one. It's and I forgot funny. Emma Stone was in it. Dude, she's great. She was offered a role, the role of Hope in this. Mm, but she passed. I'm, she could have been in the MCU. Yeah. But we'll get talk the about bad that. taste of Gwen Stefani out of her mouth, right? Sorry, Zach. Sure. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you forgot. Gwen Stacy. I said you, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, that's what wow. threw me off. What did she wow. did? She do a biopic of Gwen wow. Stefani. Few times when we she could. She could. Yeah, she I could. threw myself off of that one. Wow, what a curveball! Did well. Uh, are you? Hey, are you recording? We are. Everyone can hear that. All right, we got young old guys, prison ants, shrinkage, family first. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men the podcast. Coming at you, not live from PIM Technologies. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. was in the pool <laughs> shrinkage there i was hoping you'd get that moment. i got that that joke George you got what i was Costanza. anyway everybody ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another new episode of sequel men the podcast we are nearing the well this is the penultimate episode in our phase two this is the second to last hence penultimate of sequel men the podcast i just said that Spencer, why don't you just take it away? Yeah, I'll take it. Hi, Spencer. How are you? I'm good? Good. We are... Just had a little conversation with yourself. You, yeah, that's my thing. Spencer, how are you? That's I'm good. Shtick. It's okay. I, and I'm <laughs> sticking with it. We uh, are talking Ant-Man tonight. Another another Marvel movie that should have been a flop. You might know But about. it wasn't. It was not a flop. No, I wasn't. I gotta be. I wasn't on my radar. I time. was super. I didn't know much about Ant Man, but I did the quick research. Me too. And I immediately, I was like, I am so pumped for this mm-hmm. movie because after seeing Guardians of the Galaxy, another we're getting another like fairly unknown character in the grand scheme of things. Well, Although then, he was an original member of the Avengers, he had a big hand in in their thing in the comics. Hank Pym did, but otherwise, a for the general public, a not a very well known character, no. Ant Man. And, and it's kind a of a goofy. Dumb, it's kind of yeah. goofy, like Ant Man. Like they that's hit a, a silly stride name. here. They hit a stride here. They got Guardians, they which shouldn't have worked, and it did. And, and then they're did. like, "All right, 
Let's do Which, Ant-Man. Speaking of Guardians, that was a really popular episode of ours this past week. I know week. it was. Thanks, so everybody. Thank you Hopefully for listening. Hopefully Ant-Man will I hope, be another one. I one. hope Ant-Man's episode is as bigger than the hero of the movie. Yeah. There, I, I, yeah. Good good job. And what a joy, <laughs> Paul freaking Ruddit. The He's, cast of this movie might be my Sarah Haley Finn, again. She's killing it. I'm telling you. Michael Pena, T.I., <laughs> The weird guy that's playing Polka My dad got Dot deported. Man, he's probably the best character in this. You besides... still with your girlfriend? Nah, she dumped me. Nah, man, she dumped me. <laughs> yeah, my mom died. And my dad got <laughs> deported. But I got the van. <laughs> he he is just such a joy. And when we get to it, they have a, not in this movie, but there is a huge missed opportunity going into a future Avengers movie with him, I thought. But... That's neither here nor there. Yeah, but we are the sequel men. We have muscle milk, and we Actually, it's are, Fair Life. Oh, Fair Life. Which, fair Life. funny I story. I applied to work there once. I almost did. Yeah, I didn't on get it. Indeed, I almost did. Well, I'm sorry. But we're the sequel men. I got a better job now. We're the sequel <laughs> men. We talk about movies, film franchises, movies, Pardon sequels. Me. All that. Yep. He's opening his, his prairie. Fairy. I was at I was at Meyer before I got here. Chocolate. I probably looked like the weirdest mf for walking around the store. I had a bottle of syrup in one hand and a little. <laughs> well, that's not weird. Quarter gallon of milk in the other. That's not weird. <laughs> there was one time I was getting ready to go to camp or something, and I was walking around with a whole bunch of random stuff like toothpaste, uh, chips. Uh, this, that, and the other thing. But that's anyway, what you do. I interrupted your introduction. That's what you do at there. camp. Yeah, we're at the end of phase two. Mm-hmm. And at first, I'm like, why would they end it with Ant-Man? But after watching it again, and well, it, you know, watching it the first time. It, it's a great ago, movie to end on, actually. It makes sense for what they set up. And it's kind of a, a breath of fresh air. We get our first like taste of the aftermath of of an Avengers movie. Absolutely. To kind of clear the air. That's why I like it, too, because... yeah. Age of Ultron was just bam, bam, boom in your yeah. face, like in your face. This is just laid back. It's a fun heist movie it with is a comedy, with action, with a psyche, I almost said psychiatric, <laughs> psychopathic well, villain who's a, obsessed. Yeah, another generic villain, really. But it just, but we're, creepy. we're here for the hero. But creepy. Yeah, we're here for the good guys anyway. Michael Douglas was great. Not a lot happens in the movie, to be honest. I mean, no. a lot does, but not, you know what I mean. It's, it's a not, small scale. It's a small scale. It's like It's very homecoming. self-contained. Yeah. Yeah, it's self-contained. This is but the it first, does hint to the future. I would say this is like the first in like, I guess you'd call like the lighthearted, light Marvel fair. Yeah. And directed by Peyton Reed, who... Your favorite episode of Mandalorian. Yep, he killed it there. He made a name for himself with... Well, we'll bring he it did on. other movies. Yeah, he did some rom-coms. Which but, I'm... Su- you, I mean, he did an amazing job. You think this yes. guy did Bring It On, a cheerleading movie with Kirsten Dunst, and he's directed Star Wars comedies. and Ant-Man and... He's come a long way. He's he's killing He's really it. grown into his role. Oh! oh. <laughs> but the, he... You piss ant. <laughs> I know. He said in an interview, like he's a huge Marvel comics fan, and you so bring that passion fan. into the filmmaking process. Yeah. It works, and you can definitely tell with this. And you have to be if you're going to do 
uh, lesser known character, and I think it showed. You know, I his hate style Marvel. showed. You want? I want to make a Marvel movie. I hate it. I hate Marvel, and yeah. I want to make a movie. Why don't you go make, remake Howard the Duck? <laughs> that because that's Marvel. But they could. He said like immediately, "Yo, I'll do a sequel. I'm I'm in for a sequel. Whatever. Let's do it." And you know, he has two more. Later, this is probably the credentials that got him into Mando. I honestly. you'd have to think because he he was in that Disney uh orb so they just you know they use their own people oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. but uh initial thoughts i obviously i love it i love the humor i love the dynamic with cassie i like the setting and scott i think cassie the actress that the little girl that plays her is just phenomenal it's so ugly <laughs> i love him <laughs> i love her she's great Ooh, um, trivia fun fact yeah. the little bunny the evil looking satanic bunny she got for her birthday that's voiced by tom kenny oh, and we, my roommate pointed that out last night when we watched it in the credits like tom kenny as toy what tom kenny if you don't know spongebob spongebob yep so, i mean and and I mean, the little robot from transformers wheelie yeah sure or whatever oh yeah 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 you're right yeah and i mean he obviously he's a voice actor he's done a lot of stuff but those are the ones that you might know him from the biggest one spiral is spongebob really yeah and the new oh, cool. reunited trilogy I gotta get that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe someday. I, ah, Maybe. I do. No, I all you of a sudden really big. Miles. I have a I have an urge to get that now. Like I just went I just had a nostalgia flash and I need to buy it. Well if, if you cheap. had an Xbox I could let you play it. Yeah, but I don't. Oh, that's too bad. Oh well. But Ant Man VFX and this are great. This is they such are, a different they? film than what we've gotten. The the battle the fight set pieces are just just, it's a great blend of action and comedy. Yeah. Especially at the end. Oh, for sure. For sure. Just where they fight. We just... I'll... Yeah. I, I get into it later, but we see fight scenes and settings we never thought we'd see. You never thought would work, and we've never gotten before. I don't, and it At just this works. point, it's like almost Marvel minus, arguably, Thor the Dark World or whatever. Yeah. They can do no wrong. They can. <laughs> And they did no wrong with this one, or at least very few wrong with this movie. Do you have any little bits of trivia? Well, number one, where did I first see this movie? I didn't watch it in theater. I can tell you I that. Did. I did not go to the theater and see this. I only saw it years later on Blu-ray. Oh, you missed out. I went I with did. my wife. We went and saw it. I think Paul Rudd was a big pull for her. Uh, coming off I Love You, Man. I bet she really liked that shot of him nursing his wound. Dude, he got jacked for this. <laughs> When Paul Rudd obligatory was cast, ab shot. When Paul Rudd was cast for this, I was like, "Let's go, let's go." Yes, he's perfect. And originally, here's a bit of trivia. Originally, they were going to have it centered around the original Ant Man, Hank Pym. Oh, Hank Pym as the the hero, but they thought his he he developed in the comics um, some multiple personalities. And oh one yeah, of them he turned was into an ass butt. To his girlfriend, they thought yeah. that wasn't family friendly, so they went with Scott, a thief, <laughs> an ass butt. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. He, yeah. I said he turned into an ass butt. That is what ass. And no, I butt read both that. Mean. Doesn't he turn into an alcoholic and he beats domestic abuse? He I abuses read about his that. girlfriend. Yeah, he, he's abusive, and even in this, like. He's not the nicest he's guy. Ass. He's a crank. Well, that's how he is in the comics I read, right. too. He's a jerk, just in general. He's an asshole. He is. And I, Michael Douglas, I think, played him perfectly. Oh, perfectly. I loved his, per, his performance. 
Um, There's things between him and Hope that don't make sense, though. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, Hope, Evangeline, <laughs> Lily. It's okay. You remember when I was talking about um, with um, like Lee Pace? Yeah. How it's this familiar name that I'm like, oh, her. She's I, in I The Hobbit her, too, but I've alongside never, Lee Pace. But her she, name, she's his daughter. Her name? Or, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, that's wrong. No, I thought not. I knew her from a lot more. Turns out I don't think I did. But she's Lost, great in this. The Hobbit. Nope. See, I never watched Lost. I never, I never did either. I first saw her. Paul in the Rudd. Hobbit, so. Michael, D- I mean, Paul Rudd, D. I know from Anchorman. And the supporting cast. Sex Panther. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> that smells like pure gasoline. You know, 60% of the time it works every time. You got to watch the outtakes for that movie. Yeah, they're, I have. Yeah, they're Paul gone. Rudd just loses it. Speaking of, let's get freaking Steve Carell in the MCU. Can we? Can we get Steve Carell in here, please? Why hasn't that happened yet? I don't know. Who could he play? I don't know. He, Ben Parker in a flashback. There we go. That might, well, Ben, Steve, I'm just picturing Steve Carell in a family picture with Tomei and Peter. They're about the same age. Just picture his, the front cover of 40-year-old virgin when he's like. Oh, yeah, that that like school-looking <laughs> yeah. picture with the turtleneck. Yeah, it could work, dude. I'm petitioning. I'm <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. No, but uh, I think uh, that's all the trivia. There wasn't... I was reading trivia while I was putting my son to sleep I honestly here. cannot think who... There wasn't a whole lot. Edgar Wright originally was yeah, set to direct it. Yeah, but he got it, off of it. But he didn't want to... But he has three to, names in the credits, though. Yeah, he still... They used some Help of his script. It, yeah. You can tell. It has his fingerprints all over it. He um I feel like the Michael Pen- it, Pena? 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 Pena. I feel like that has the Edgar Wright... Yeah, his voiceover like story things like ah, I just I wanted to see more. I thought there was one more, but there's only two. They bookend and they're great. But he um, said yes. Yeah, they were kind of hard to follow. Like I, I was really trying to pay attention, like what he was trying to get. So was I. And and you get the music kind of do. Yes, I almost did crash Bandicoot, but no. But But he was great. That was that great they're all great you got ti you got uh what's his name i don't know his name david desmalchian yeah he's just in stuff who's i'm in this movies talking in russian i am also polka dotted man in he's a weird guy in and then he's in dark day no please don't don't, don't, stop he's a good (laughs) weird character guy i want to watch an interview with him like you ever uh, see an actor that usually plays like kind of a weird, strange character, and you think, "What is he like? Is he normal in real life?" Like, I want to hear an interview with him. Well, Gary Oldman. Yeah, but he plays like straight characters, though. I'm talking like a Crispin Glover. Like, oh, he always yeah. plays a weird guy. Oh, when he like, I'm always the hair like, and Charlie's really Angels. Like? Yeah, or that's weird. Even Johnny Depp, he's an interesting character. Hey, Biff. I'll get your homework done for you, okay? Yeah, like these characters, these these actors. Give me some milk, chocolate. Are you doing Crispin Glover? Yeah, from Back to the Future. I've only seen it once. Don't remember much of it. Maybe we'll do those. We have to. We have to. I think we should do Ghostbusters next October because they have a new one coming out. That's true. After and I've never seen any of them. Really? Had no desire. I'm surprised because Paul Rudd is in the new one. But and funny. Okay, funny thing. Yeah. Funny thing. In the trailer, in that little clip for Ghostbusters, the new one that you came out with with Paul Rudd in the store, sure. when he's looking at the Baskin Robbins stuff in the freezer, I was like, "What is it?" 
with Paul Rudd in Baskin Robbins because he works at Baskin Robbins um, <laughs> in this movie. They originally were going to have him work at Chipotle, but Chipotle was like, "No, we don't want the, we don't want to be portrayed negatively like they were going to portray him." I know. But then they thought, you know what, Baskin, Baskin Robbins actually fits better because it's like these bright colors opposed to the dark prison. Oh, ha ha. A funny, it's funny because we hired an ex-con. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to get into it? Because your girlfriend's smoking hot. But yes, you're, smoking you're, hot. You're really beautiful. <laughs> Louise. Right, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> he, how he gets stuck on the... Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Um, speaking of talking about it, you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, let's, let's get into All it. All right, let's get right into it. In Act 1. I was at a wine tasting with my cousin Ernesto, which was mainly reds, and you know I don't like reds, man, you know, but there was a rosé that saved the day. It was delightful. And he tells me about this girl, Emily, that we used to kick it with. It was actually the first pair of boobs that I ever touched. It's the wrong details. It's the wrong... It has nothing to do with the story. Go! So... Uh, he tells me that she's working as a housekeeper now, right? And she's dating this dude, Carlos, who's a shot caller from across the bay. And she tells him about the dude that she's cleaning for, right? That he's like this big shot CEO that is all retired now, but is loaded. And so Carlos and Ernesto are in the same softball team. And they get to talking, right? And here comes the good part. Carlos says, yo, man, this guy's got a big ass safe just sitting in the basement, just chilling. Of course, Ernesto comes to me because he knows I got mad demons. Of course, I ask him, did Emily tell Carlos to tell you to get to me what kind of safe it was? And he says, nah, dog. All she said is that it's like super legit and whatever's in it, it's got to be good. What? Let's go back. It's 1989 and Hank Pym storms in to talk to Mitchell Carson Howard Stark and Peggy Carter, an all-star cast, because they want to use the Pym Particle technology to their advantage. He says, no way. He smashes Carson's face, and Stark says he won't be a threat unless they make him one. Snap to present day, we meet Scott Lang in prison as he says his goodbyes to his buddies in the form of a ritual where they beat each other up. He's picked up by Louise, the best character in this, and gets a job at Baskin Robbins, but gets fired because Baskin Robbins always find out, and they discovered his record. Louise wants him to do one more burglary job, but Scott says he's out. He has a daughter, even with the team of Louise, Dave, and Kurt. What? Even with... Okay, he's with them. I don't know. I don't know what I, where I was going there. But an older, present-day Hank Pym is invited to a presentation by Darren Cross, his old protege, and he wants to remake the Pym particle to, to the technology to make the yellow jacket suit to shrink and become small soldiers. That's a movie. His daughter, Hope, Hank's daughter, Hope, works for Cross as well, and they are essentially estranged for some reason, He and she and Hank. Hank is pissed because he knows the dangers of the creating this particle. Cross doesn't care and even kills a guy later, turns him into strawberry jelly, and that's what they use. <laughs> Scott visits his daughter, Cassie, who adores him. She's like five or six. But the stepdad, Paxton, who is also a cop, and his ex-wife kick him out. Paxton... He's a cop. I forgot I wrote that. Yes, Scott, I know that. <laughs> Scott agrees to do the burgle, and he shows his skills and breaks into Hank Pym's house to steal what he thinks is a lot of money, but it's an old suit. Then it turns out to be the Ant-Man shrinking suit. 
Cross demos the shrinking tech on a sheep and kills it. Very sad, by the way. I felt bad for that cute little sheep. Hope doubts him. Scott tries the suit and shrinks, sending him through a death trap of events while he is small. He tries to return the suit, but he gets busted and arrested. He meets with Hank in jail. Hank tells him he set up the whole burglary by giving the tip to the friends of Louise. He wants Scott to be the Ant-Man, and he leaves the suit so Scott can shrink and escape. Hank talks to him through an earpiece, and he meets the ants. Hank controls the flying ant and gets Scott to him, but Scott passes out mid-flight. So, you know what I should have done? I should have done these acts like you Louise. You should have done them like Louise. I wasn't thinking. Dang it. Missed opportunity. That's my bad, dog. That's okay. We got another opportunity, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, we do. <clears throat> so, the de-aging year. tech, right off the bat. Oh, it's looks in- great. incredible. They make Michael great. Douglas looks fantastic. He looks better in this than he does in Endgame. Yeah. Oh, yes, you're right. He does. You're mm-hmm. right. He does. It looks way better in this than Spoilers it Spoilers for that. Endgame, but minor. You'll, Michael yeah. Douglas said that he's like, yeah, I could start doing, in interviews, like, I could start doing prequels to some of my old movies because I, I was just, he was amazed by how, it was, how well it how looked. It looked so good. Yeah. You couldn't even like, barely yeah. tell. No. Way better really than good. Luke Skywalker. Way, way better. Way better. And the aging technology mixed with makeup for Peggy Carter, she looked good. Oh, Howard yeah. Howard Stark. They didn't have to do anything with. He was the right age. And then kind that of other attractive. guy. Huh? A middle-aged Peggy. Yeah, mid mid to old. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were in the Triskelion, by the way. They were. It was being constructed. Be, yeah. You cool little correct. callback to Ring Theory. <laughs> Winter yeah. Soldier. <clears throat> yeah. The, the best running joke in the whole MCU, obviously, is the, the Louise. Yeah, he's he's a joy. This movie, again, doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's a different take on Marvel movies that we haven't seen yet. It's it's going to be a heist movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Act 1 here, we see, you know, Scott Lang is a criminal. We find out he's not, he didn't rob anybody because he, he, he wasn't burgled. armed. He burgled. And he, <laughs> he has a master's in, like, electrical engineering. Yeah. So I like that they didn't just make him, like, this dumb... Uh, criminal, like right. he has, because he is. Let's that opening scene where he's in the fight. It's like You're okay, yeah, I'm not buying him as no. some sort of hardened criminal fare here. No. He used his knowledge, his, um, his. Uh, I like his. <clears throat> what's the word? Um, his intelligence to burgle instead of be a hero. You kind of see like this is a thing with Scott. And you see it in the next movie too, or like the slight with the hand with the magic trick and all that, oh, yeah. where he uses like these distraction methods, because that's what his whole like burgling thing is all about. Like, oh, we gotta make a diversion, and I go in and do this and that. That's what he did. You get a little tiny snippet of that in his fight with Frankie or whatever his name is. Yeah, his friend in prison. His friend in prison, where he's like, oh, hey, what, 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 and then punches him in the face. Here, he yeah. punched a splat there i don't know whatever yeah i don't know why it's splatted i don't know but uh you s- <laughs> where do we go where do we go um well that's the opening scene you open with that song i yeah. don't know the name of it a little different Me opening either. yeah but um you know what bugged me nice one bugged <laughs> what bugged you actually it's an insect so it's not it's a it's a subset of bug. Yeah, the, the you you could tell because they have the uh, 
three parts the head the, the thorax, thorax and the uh, abdomen in the abdomen yep and uh very very common misconception insects aren't bugs bugs aren't even real bugs are something that we call it it's like it's actually slang it's a defense mechanism it's derogatory for insects you were talking during that time. <laughs> you were talking during that whole louise recap let's start out pay attention dude i'm trying to follow him but he talks so fast <laughs> But what were you saying? What oh, bugs you? What bugs it you? bugs me that Paxton and his ex-wife, Scott's ex-wife, keep telling him, you know what? Get an apartment. Get a job. Get a job. Get an apartment. Make money. Then you can see your daughter again. It's like, oh, how, how about instead of telling him, do this and do that, why don't you help him instead of being jerks about it? They did start off as jerks, but... Paxson turns into a creep. Oh, I didn't think so. I'll say, Kinda. I like that they didn't really stick to that classic, the real dad is jealous of the stepdad, and the stepdad's right. like all this selfish... The, Your Paxton, boyfriend is an asshat. Right. Hey, yeah, and at watch first, their language. Oh, come on. I said hat. Right. <laughs> that that seems funny. But I, I like how Paxton turns at the end, but um, he... I, I like the dynamic here because Paxton isn't just like this douche stepdad. Like he He has a best interest. He's not like a rival. Right, and he's not trying to he's not out to get Scott. Like Scott he wants and his ex wife are over and right. they've accepted that. Like he it's wants, not like liar liar. He, right. He wants Scott to be there for Cassie. Like he wants well, he doesn't the best want him around because he was in prison or right. until he gets his acting. But he wants the best for Scott too. But does so, he or else why wouldn't he help him find a job? I don't. Why wouldn't he help him? Why wouldn't instead of saying like, "Oh, basically," I mean, he's not nobody like out of prison. And if I were Sky, I'd be like, "I wait, did I don't know? Did he tell him I did have a job? I got fired." I don't know if he told him. And that also, <clears throat> anyway, that's what I want to say. I was mad because they're all telling him all this stuff, and it's like, "Well, why don't you help him if you care so much about him seeing his daughter? Why don't you help him get it help back him, on Harry. his feet? Help him, Harry. <laughs> Who? Which one? Yeah." But in, in, this ties also, uh, it's kind of related. This ties into like the socio-cultural themes of like police and oh, yeah. uh, convicts, like ex-convicts and how they get back on their feet after they get out of prison. And it does, there are people who won't hire you because you were an ex-con. Yeah, because it's they always find like out. like Baskin Robbins, apparently. They always find out. They always find out. Made me really want ice cream. I that, didn't. I that, wanted a burger from Baskin Robbins, but apparently they don't sell any of those there. Yeah, and you, I want uh, I want your fresh, most fresh hot thing, please. Uh, Darby, can you can you finish up with this uh, with this moron? Yeah. <laughs> or what does he call him? An idiot. He's idiot. Like, yeah. Idiot walks off, cuts to the next scene. That was funny. Paul Rudd is just great. Um, I think you're great, but we're gonna have to fire you. Yeah, that Why? character was. I, I liked him. And uh, if uh, on your way out you want to grab one of those fruit... Mango blasts mango or blasts, whatever. I'll pretend I didn't see it. <laughs> I could see Jim Carrey doing that. And then doing the... Like the... The wink. Yeah. The over-exaggerated wink. He... Why did they have to fire him? Because it's not like it was a violent... Like, how? why didn't they know right off the bat? Because places do hire criminals. Like, if you're not... <clears throat> <clears throat> um, 
like dangerous or whatever, you mm-hmm. can get a job. Like they even say, he like we're not discriminating. Right. I guess this was before that. Like why'd they have to fire him? Because he didn't tell him probably. That's what I'm thinking. You think he would though. You'd think, but he I think he used a fake name. His name tag says Jack. <laughs> yeah. Which Jack <laughs> and uh when he talks to the person to cover for him, Darby those are the name of his kids, his real life kids. Paul oh, Rudd's. okay. So that was a, a bit of trivia. I didn't just Maybe know his that. son has a cameo. Maybe. Maybe he was on set in the movie, but they cut him out. They were actually. For comedic I, timing. I think uh, at the time, maybe his they nine-year-old weren't old son, enough. Yeah, exactly. His nine-year-old son said that he was really excited to, to watch the movie to see how dumb it was. Or he was excited to see how dumb it was or something. Which, wow. It wasn't really dumb. It was. Just, it was <laughs> Way goofy. to support your dad. Well, he was nine. <laughs> no. Ant Man. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I even thought like Ant Man. That's kind of goofy. Will that translate to screen? To but it certainly did. Man. Um. The. Um. Michael Doug. Michael Douglas is great. The Cross. So here's the deal. Cross was his. To um, protege, yeah, understudy, way whatever. Back. Uh, he kind of got too big for his britches, though. I think he wants to essentially he take over. Turned completely. into Voldemort. Yeah, he he took over Hank Technologies when Hank retired, but he is kind of going. So <clears throat> okay, background here. He's trying to create the pin particle, which they want to weaponize people, it. Yeah, and most people thought. Like, even Hank has denied that this suit even existed. Right. The Ant-Man is just a myth. Just a and tall he, tale, Yeah, he it, says. And he's stuck to that because he knows the dangers of it and kind of what it can do. And and he doesn't want it getting into the wrong hands, which Cross is the wrong mm-hmm. hands. Generic villain Cross. He Although is his portrayal generic. is fine. He totally is. It, his portrayal is very creepy and sinister, though. Yeah, I mean, he does a, a good like a job, psychotic way. But they don't really give Egomaniac him much. Egomaniac way. Yeah, they don't give him much to do. Like when he's at fun. dinner with Hope. Cross, you yeah. are a genius, and you deserve everything coming your way. And he sure does. But do And they cut the freaking angle of him drinking the wine like... Classic. Like he's king shit of Turd Island or something. Yeah. But we do find out that he hasn't quite perfected... The cross particle, as I'm sure he'd call it. I don't know if he's ever referred to it as that, but um, he he turns things into goo. He even he shoots that one guy, a potential buyer. Like, was he a military personnel? I think he might have been part of the board. Yeah. Who had to approve it? Maybe? And he was like, "I'm intrigued, but I have concerns." Which didn't seem. If like our a enemies reason. got if our enemies got a hold of this right. technology, it could be. Which, legit concern. I don't think killing yeah. him, I don't think he was worth killing him. Like, he has actual concerns. No, and then he just turns him into strawberry jelly, as you right, said. That's they, they really used. use? Yeah, that's Oh, what that's so gross. It was, and it was like pulsing. It was pulsing, and this it's like... This movie has some moments where you're like, wow, that's violent. My roommate violent. was like, just think, that guy was just standing there talking a few seconds ago. Now he's just a little pile of goop. And he just and he wiped him off the him, floor and oh, throws him in the toilet. And so now gross. he's in the water supply. Yep. And this you're person. drinking it. Like, what would that feel like? Like, was he still oh, alive? Oh, no, no. Like, was he alive? I because don't know. it was moving. It wasn't crawling or no, but slugging it was like or whatever it would do. Or whatever. Oh, ugh. that's gross. We gotta move on. It's I just gross. Got claustrophobic 
what? thoughts with that claustrophobia. Like, claustrophobia like being trapped in a pile of goo like <laughs> being alive and aware but not being able to move or anything gross well he has a, his little zapper gun cross the, does yeah he does but i'm talking about the goo guy the goo guy yes Ooh. that's gross let's move on what's from grosser that. is that thinking he's in the water so yeah and you're probably drinking him right now gross actually, uh, actually i'd put him on my toast Mmm. Yeah. Jerry tastes good today. No. <laughs> so Scott decides he is in. Yep. He decided, you know what, it's going to be hard for me to get a job. I've only tried once. They fired me. I'm just, well, I'm it, in it's like an struggle. addict almost. Like you mm-hmm. hit rock bottom and someone mentions it. I think it was in the jail cell. Uh, Michael Douglas. Hank Pym is his name. Christian, let's go. Yeah, Hank Pym. He, he tells him, like, every time things get hard, you turn to crime. That's what he did here. So they go, they plan, they get do go through the montage of gathering all the materials with this nice funky music in the background, some yeah, like a seventies eighties heist vibe. They get tipped off that there's this house, this old guy, yep. with his big safe, that uh, rumored to have the you know just a, a payday, a jackpot in here. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. But they do the heist. Scott shows his intelligence, like stuff that I never even would think about, like putting the blow up mattress so the door didn't make noise, which it was still really freaking loud. Did he? Well, the and the the sheet to the mattress was to to catch the door, wasn't it? Yeah, but it like to muffle it, but it was still real loud. You think the door would be so heavy it would just break, puncture the thing? But movie magic. But all he finds is this old motorcycle suit, and I'll just say up right up front. This suit is one of my favorite MCU suits. It's very cool looking. It is, and cool. it's like, practical like helmet, looking, and <clears throat> it's just it's sleek. Like it's the awesome. helmet looks cool. I almost want to. They changed the helmet a little bit in the next one, and I don't like it. I like this helmet. I think better. I like this one, and better. it's like worn. Like it's not yeah. new looking. It's Hank's it's, suit. Yeah, and it, I, it's sitting there like some power up in a video game too. It is here, like take Zelda. This. You found the suit, but it. But it's uh, it's a cool suit, and I don't know if you knew this, but the red part on the front resembles an ant face. Really, I did like not the notice. Front of an ant face. I noticed that the helmet kind of looks like an ant. Yeah, like the eyes and in the shape of the, and the prongs on the top. The yellow part on the wasp suit. Okay. I'm glad they didn't go with the original helmet design from the comics. Yeah, although will it looks we ever, like do you think we'll ever Martian see from Flintstones for Pete's sake? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, are you talk? Are you thinking Flintstones? Are you thinking uh, Gazoo? Kazoo, yes. Gazoo. <clears throat> Gazoo. Does he say that? Does he have to yeah. correct them in the movie? In uh, in the Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas, the prequel. That mm-hmm. as a kid I loved, but looking back, probably is not a great movie. But maybe we'll, well do it. It doesn't have John Goodman in it. Well, because it's a prequel. But it has the next good, best, to... best thing. King, what's his face from? Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Who is British? Never knew. And that. he's also in Still Standing, the sitcom. Sure, sure. But yeah, he they he calls him Kazu, and he goes, "This Kazu." It's Gazoo. a it's a running joke for that movie. But I digress. Well, it's hilarious. I'm glad they ran with it. Did you the so when he he tries the suit on and it does look like a biker suit. Why does he try the suit on? Well, no, because well, he's like, well, let's see, you know, what's why so was special so about this suit? Yeah, like, why is this in two saves? Why and is there a boy, fingerprint? Does he find out? Why is there a fingerprint locked door and then a safe behind it? Did you notice on the the first button he tries, kind of foreshadows that it has other functions, but 
it like right. it doesn't work. And it oh. kind of hints at the future, possibly. Oh. Oh. I, is that okay? I like the design. Got some bigger implications, yes. I guess. I like the design of like having the button on the glove. I think that's cool and it's convenient, you know, in the heat of button. battle. But it's also to shrink. It's on yeah, the glove. The button. But that also seems a little risky because you could accidentally hit that all the time. Like if you're grabbing something or your hand clicks it, it just seems like you'd hit it when you didn't want to. But it's fine. I think, yeah, he was just... Yeah, my my roommate, again mentioned asked that like why did he why did he take the suit he's like oh because it's probably just valuable because it's It's, it's, this is so valuable why does he have it so i'm gonna try it on i'm gonna what's this button do and then the effect the shrinking effect is cool oh yeah and it's got like a unique look like from his perspective like it's not like it's like a fisheye lens it's like a fisheye lens almost like a drug sort of thing yeah which i think might be what they might have been going for because Scott, it's like a new experience for him. So it might be like a first-time drug user sort of sure. thing. Kind of sensation. But <clears throat> I always laugh at the mouse scene. When, like when the rat almost. like turns around and it's like... And just its face. When it, <laughs> I, I <laughs> the just music. love... I think this, this first scene when he shrinks mm-hmm. is the second best scene sequence in this movie uh, i thought you were going to say the whole mcu and i was like no, no it, it slow there, it down it's something we've never seen it's something that you never think about and the music so right like, and like little things christoph beck by the way are, did the score are the, like the belt landing or the water like these little things you'd never think would be the water you know. is foreshadowing too ring theory in the shower oh yeah in yeah. the bathtub you're right but just all these little things that are never would never be a threat to a normal person. But when you're that small, everything is so amplified. And I think they show that so well here. Like when when the when the water comes, obviously it's like a tidal wave for little Ant Man. Um, the club is a dangerous place. You get to see the, the him flying on the 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 turntable, which cool. is cool. The shoes, the see through shoes, bouncing up off of them. Yeah. Because he pushes them up. The belt landing is just like this thunderous, you know, even a rat or a mouse or whatever is a threat now because you're you're so small. A vacuum cleaner Imagine with the Lego. if this was R-rated. Oh, <laughs> no. And he looks up and Louise taking his pants off. And it's just like... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you talking about... No, yep. We don't need to voice Schlong. it. We... No. Hey, Louise. <laughs> you know, uh, from down here, it does look bigger. <laughs> so I don't know what you're complaining about. I I didn't catch that. I thought you were talking about taking a dump. No, that'd be bad too, but... Um, yeah, Ant-Man special powers. Oh, and I love how the suit isn't weaponized. Yeah. So they have to find ways around that. He, his body is his weapon, yeah. which we find and out. And it's very innovative because shrinking and not shrinking and being able to punch with the same force that you are when you're small. Well, even more force. Yeah. Because of the momentum of you got to be changing. careful. Yeah. Um, but just run it, the when he's running through the carpet, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Getting in the vacuum. I mean, the... the Shoots the out the vacuum great, bag. Yeah. Woo! The movie does a, an amazing job at 
really immersing you into this environment when he's small. Yes. And giving you a, a full like scale. Yes. And then they don't what they don't do that you'd think the effects a movie aren't like this hokey. would do. No. They don't do it too much. I think they do it a couple times, but they don't do that where something is like really small and it's like really chaotic and then the camera cuts out to like a wide and it's quiet and nothing is happening because everything is amplified when you're small. They don't do that too much and they definitely could have. They do it once like with the train at the end and once like when he lands on the car. Like for him, he's landing on a car, but the guy's just like, ding. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you knew this, the cab driver is played by a guy named Garrett Morris, mm-hmm. who portrayed, he actually has the very first live action portrayal of Ant-Man. He Really? Yep. He played, he's a comedian, back in 1979, he played Ant-Man in a sketch for SNL. Really? Yep. That's and cool. you can watch it. I watched it. It's kind of funny, but it, it's a superhero party. Right. So like Superman's there, Hulk's there, and they're like making fun of Ant-Man kind of. But he plays Ant-Man. So that's a really cool, they really deep dive right there and was like, yeah, if you know, you know. And uh, I, I thought that was a really cool... I almost did the cameo spotlight on him because I'm like, that's worthy. But that's a fun little mm-hmm. bit of trivia right there. That's cool. That's really cool. I they thought got it was... Him in there. What the what hell? What the hell? Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it turns um, big. I, wanna, I know a lot of people thought that they weren't consistent with their, their rules of the movie when... Because it's like, you're going to have the same mass or whatever, the same abilities as when you're regular size is when you're small... So a lot of people thought, well, wouldn't he weigh the same then? But no, he can... I read a, a thing where he can kind of control how much he weighs. Because he, he can he has to control how hard and stuff He's he more punches. dense. Yeah, but he... The, atom, the, si- the distance between atoms is condensed. Yeah. And therefore, the density of his being is condensed, but still, it still has a lot of force when he falls on top of the car. It does. It's just minimal. It's m- smaller because of right. his size. When he gets bigger, it does the same thing. Right. So I don't, I think, I don't think, I think that's a nothing burger to me. Yeah, I, like, I never thought anything of it. I didn't I, either. I accepted it for what it was, a I fun mean, movie. But... It's like a bullet, like they even mentioned that. You're like yes. a bullet. Um. Also, we get a shot of Hank's keys in Act 1, I think. He has a little foreshadowing, tank, little tank keychain on mm-hmm. there. Just remember that. He has a tank on his keychain. I've got a tank. tank on my keychain. <laughs> I'll, I'll go blow get it. it up. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Which, speaking of tanks, that scene where Cross is showcasing his his new suit. The yellow jacket is the next innovation in Blebity Blue Blue. It reminded me of the Santa Claus oh, when no. Tom Hanks is sh- or Tom Hanks Tim, Tim Allen is showing the total tank or he's criticizing the total tank at the toy company he works for. Yeah, <laughs> presenting total tank. And where are the elves? You can't have elves if they can't say or the reindeer. Layla, she's gonna hit stop something on there. Just set her. The cat's on the kitty. table. You're a good cat. She is. She yeah. loves attention. She loves She's us. She's fine. But no, the the total t- <laughs> The total suit. 
you can't have elves, blah, blah, blah. Favorite part. I know we've made this joke before, yeah, we but have. it's so funny to me. It's a joke just, that keeps on giving. Incoming! <laughs> and the reindeer. What about the reindeer? Sand on the reindeer? You can't have sand without sand without the reindeer. Well, you can if you're trying to sell the total tank. Well, isn't that a pretty picture? Santa rolling down the block in a panzer. <laughs> exactly. I love that. I love like, that. We could do that. We could. Because there's three of them. Well, doesn't Frank from uh, Frank Boyle. From Everybody from Loves Raymond. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, he plays his This is his real name, Frank. Yeah. He, Frank. What, uh, is, what is wrong with yeah. you? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, why are we talking about that? Back to Ant-Man. I'll have the ice cream a la mode and extra and fudge. And extra hot fudge. On the side. <laughs> Stung by a bee, Scott. A big B. Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of Scott, Scott Lang. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that they went this route with even. Not only did they pick a lesser known, I bet a Sung lot of by people, a wasp. Yeah, I know. If it had been Hank Pym, a lot mm-hmm. of people, a lot more people are familiar with Hank Pym. But they even went with the second Ant Man as like the main character in this to even further the unknown. You know who Scott Lang in the comics stole the suit like he did here but he used it to um burgle like burgle uh to to get to be able to pay for his sick daughter's uh, medical treatment so then hank pym sandman let much? him right hank pym let him keep the suit as long as he used it for heroic purposes so similar but yeah hank pym in this movie actually sets up he recruits scott cuz he's like ah he can break in we're going to break in and this guy's good at it so i need you to be mm-hmm. the ant he read his man. story in the newspaper yep you're gonna get electrocuted <laughs> um no i like that they went with scott lang instead of hank pym mm-hmm. because then you get you don't get the di- the dynamic that you have in this movie between that the three of them the mentor yeah. and i gotta be honest with you i was watching this whole movie and i kept i thought to myself near the end there you know i can see i could see robin williams in the part as that pym? michael douglas as hank pym i could have seen robin williams in this role he could yeah that could, could have been too. really i, I could think he too. would have done a, a really good job i think he but would have. i love michael douglas in it too so yeah, it, it's fine but i just think it would have been interesting to see robin williams too in this role was he still alive that when did he I think he passed in 2014, 2015. Yeah. Which still gets me. Ultron came out in 2015, so. Yeah. And this was after that. And in the comics also, Hank Pym created Ultron. So it's just kind yes. of funny that it came right after Ultron. Right. And Hank has a thing against Starks because, you know, Howard Stark wanted to use his technology. It's the sins of the father again. Yep. I, I, they, they could have. I don't know how they could have, but they could have um, referenced Ultron, like maybe Tony took the know, idea right? or something, or yeah, that wouldn't have been the first idea he took from me. That would have been perfect. That would have been. That cool. would have been perfect. And then it could have still kept that comic accurate, like oh, he man. did create Ultron, right? You know, just different capacity. Or the Starks are all about idea. stealing ideas from other families, the Vancos and now the Pims. Yeah, kind of. But they didn't. That would have been a neat right. little nod. That been but they cool. didn't, and that's okay. It still worked. 
I like um, Cross has this sort of like he needs Hank's approval sort of thing. Yeah, but also doesn't care if he doesn't have it. I think that's not true. I think he does care because when he shows the I think it the was center the for ants. <laughs> what is this? A suit for ants? <laughs> Actually, yellow jackets. Hank. This should be five times bigger than it is. Yes, Zoolander. Thank you. Zoolander. Ah, Ben Stiller. That would be another guy MCU. to put in the MCU. But Uncle we're Ben. Just naming some of our favorite Uncle actors, Ben. There, there you go. Assume that they should be in the MCU. He could be Uncle Ben. Sure. Now, no, he renames it Cross Industries, and he kind of turns around and looks at Hank like, like, please give Sucker. me your approval. Like, do you, what do you think? Like, didn't I live up to your legacy? And I'm stealing your company right from underneath you, you bitch. Just was, get on the damn ant, Scott. <laughs> yeah, just get the the whole. Well, that's in this. Next it's a trial by fire, that. Scott, or in this case, water. the The fact that he can talk to him, like you get yeah. this. Who he doesn't know who he is. Scott doesn't. He doesn't know who's what's talking that to him. Who's who's this? Right. Like I love that bit too. And you see, like the guy in the chair. When he like, gets on top of the taxi, and he's like, because <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like he's Marv after he that. touches the. <laughs> but then Hank uh, poses as his lawyer, and he's like, "Look, I'm gonna." Okay, this those are some dumb cops to a certain degree. Paxson is kind of stupid. Yeah, because the, you the you don't look to... up; you just take. I could walk into the police station and say, "Oh, I'm his lawyer, wearing a suit and tie," and you just let yeah. me in. Movie magic. I'm gonna try <clears throat> that someday. And then, Give me your most dangerous criminal. I'm his lawyer. Uh, you don't even know his name. I. John. Bring me Dale. He's not that dangerous. He's like a zero. I bring me Dale. <laughs> oh, ah, what's his name? Julius from Remember oh, the Titans. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the partner. Yeah. He's Paxton's partner. I meant I forgot to mention that. I haven't seen him in anything else other than this and me Remember neither. the Titans. I think he's been on a couple shows as a main character. Like, I think okay. crime shows. I think he's a cop. Oh, okay. But he was good. I liked him. Ha- uh, I love toward the, sh- the end. I realized I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's now a I know weird looking wrong. dog. <laughs> yeah, man, he was good in this. He was a good little sidekick. He was. He was. I love that Cassie doesn't like ever ever in this movie, like have Hope that. You don't catch him. Yeah, but I I love how she just loves her dad and. Nothing. Unconditionally. He can, he can do no like, wrong. Exactly. Because you see it too many times in movies where the dad has to like regain his daughter. You see it with Hank. Liar, liar. Hank this movie is the antithesis of liar, yeah. liar. Like it does all the opposite. Criminal, but he's not like a bad guy. And she knows that. And she just loves it. Like even the gift, it's ugly and she loves he actually it because did it's something, from her dad. Well, ethically, it's an ethical debate what he did was right or wrong. With the billionaire with the, company? With Vista Corps. Yeah. Which is that an Easter egg? I'm not sure. I don't know. I have to look for it. But I love the shot of the ants over the camera in oh, the yeah. prison. I just think it looks cool. Anytime they use the ants, I really like. Because the suit's not weaponized, but man, these ants can cause some havoc. We'll learn in the next act. Speaking of the next act. You want to get into it? You want to move on to the next act? Let's move on to the next act. All right, let's move on to the next act. We kinda, okay, let's move on to the next we act. We covered act one, right? Yeah, we did. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Tip? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, one more. I the uh, 
the shrinking you mentioned it but the shrinking effect the effects in this movie are all really mm-hmm. really good I like them all oh, this suit's great and all that stuff but anyway process is highly volatile one isn't protected by a specialized helmet can affect the brain's chemistry. I don't think Darren realizes this, and you know, he's not the most stable guy to begin with. So, what do you want from me? Scott, I believe that everyone deserves a shot of redemption. Do you? I do. If you can help me, I promise I can help you be with your daughter again. Now, are you ready to redeem yourself? Absolutely. My days of breaking into places and stealing shit are done. What do you want me to do? I want you to break into a place and steal some shit. Act two. Scott wakes up in Hank's house with whose pajamas and gets the lowdown on why Hank needs Scott. He needs him to break into cross, well, it's not Cross Industries yet, but it, he's trying to make it to. And steal the yellow jacket suit because it's dangerous. Cross gets the formula right and shrinks a sheep. Hope wants to do the mission, but Hank refuses to let her. So they try to train Scott to be the Ant-Man. He meets the ants and he even names the flying one Anthony. So you know he's this is going to play. He's That ant's going to be a character. He isn't getting it, and Hope gets upset, but Scott has a heart-to-heart with her, and we find out that Hank's wife, quote-unquote, died on a mission with Hank, and that's why he doesn't want Hope to to do the mission, because he's already lost his wife, because she was the original Wasp, and she went subatomic to... uh, She shrinks forever to disarm this bomb. And Scott finally gets the hang of things and is ready for his first mission, which is to steal a piece of tech from the Avengers Complex, where he fights and defeats Falcon, because that's the only cameo they could afford. He gets the tech. Cross shows up. Well, because he's not that big of a character yet, but I still liked it. They blew it in the trailer, though. Why would they do that? Uh, But he gets the tech. Cross shows up and tells Hank he wants him to be in his demo. Scott brings in his team of Louise, Kurt, and Dave, and the heist is on. The planning is on, and they're ready. They get into the company, and Cross has some Hydra guys he's going to sell to. Scott gets captured in the anti-growth container, and Cross tries to shoot Hank. Scott breaks out with some growth discs that Hank gives him because it's not weaponized, but Hank does get shot, although not fatally. Hope summons the ants with the little earpiece. That's the thing we didn't mention. Uh, for help, and they get Cross's gun away from him. Scott goes after Cross. So yeah, the earpiece that mm-hmm. um, Hank Pym has designed. He can talk to the ants telepathically yep. or whatever. Well, electromagnetic waves yeah. through his mind. And I love yeah. also, just real quick, that they reference the Avengers to keep it in universe. Yes. Like, and Scott, I think he's the first person to speak logically. Like, hey, we first need thing, to call the, yeah, first thing. Right. You don't hear that we in need any to call other the Avengers, Avengers movie. Oh, you, they're probably too busy f- dropping, dropping city, cities dropping out of the sky. Cities, yeah. Yeah. Which, fun little thing there. Which, uh, Drew Carey, Sokovia is not a city, it's a country. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, Sokovia's a country. 
Oh, well, does he say city or country? Well, it was a city in Sokovia. City. He, they I know. The but I like that they reference what just happened. It keeps it I relevant. know, right? It keeps it. And it doesn't go too much into it. Mm-mm. But I just, I really like that Scott does that. Like, first thing we need to do is call the event. There's an old Stark warehouse up in upstate New York that we can find this technology. What is the piece of technology again? Uh, I don't even remember. Something I, to shut down the system in, in Cross's uh, building. Something, yeah. Whatever. Something to do that. But, but the team comes on. Louise poses yep. as a security guard, and the other two, T.I. Boss man told Kurt. me to check it out. I'm the boss man. Oh. And he just punches it. Yeah. But. And I like when they're going to escape. Back it up. Back it up. Just back, back it up. It up. Just keep on moving. No. backing up. Backing <laughs> They're going up, to leave the building because the building's going to blow up. Yeah, they set charges. They set charges up. through the building. And Luis runs by and notices the guy he punched. He's like, oh. Did... <laughs> are we the heroes? Are, are we the good guys? Yes, Luis, we're the good guys. Oh, did you notice he was whistling It's a Small World? I did, yep. Which? Very cheeky. Yep. Very funny. Very nice, very nice. So, yeah, he poses you think the other you're two terribly funny. Like the guys in the chair kind of uh talking him through it uh but paxton almost gets them uh, that's toward the end of this act but um yeah, yeah the heist is on we... the training montage i always love a good training montage yeah he really screwed up hank's yard yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i was thinking about that wouldn't that like they should have done a wide shot where they show like all these like mole giant mole hills where he popped funny. up out of the ground because he got scared but that if he been was funny. deep wouldn't the ground be Strong enough, like that would, would he pop up like that? Yeah, without a neck injury or something. Like the force, the force the of ground his is body. Hard. Like okay, he would just pop up that easily. That dirt. would hurt. I know, but it's like deep. He's not that deep in the dirt, though. True. If you think about Valid. it, because you can see the Top light. Soil. You can see the light when he's in there. You're right. There. You're right. Layla, get She's off like, the table. We don't Come jump over on here. the table. Okay? Come over here and I'll pet you. Go see your daddy. She's a good cat. Yep, yep, She's yep. a good cat. In this uh, act, the quantum <clears throat> realm is also first introduced, which we don't know it at this point. Don't mess this... with the regulator, Scott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't go subatomic. The quantum realm or time... It, flows differently and you essentially where time forever, and space we didn't even know at the time that are they, irrelevant they setting up concepts of time and space are irrelevant this movie is so much more important TVA. than we ever thought <clears throat> than we ever thought i mentioned the tva a little later by the way you'll hear maybe they're in the quantum realm they might a little be aside but just this little seed that they're planting like you think oh ant-man is an insignificant like why would they end on here because they're directly setting up all right. of phase three with and that. it hints at it it oh, introduces yeah. it while going more in depth about it in the next in the next ant-man movie which is yeah. cool they did a good job with this yeah they eased it in they eased the idea of ant-man in all yes. that entails in did you i thought this was funny if it ain't broke yeah <laughs> gives him this well, whole big uh like the comedic, it's almost Guardians of the Galaxy level, but not quite as much. Like in a dramatic, emotional moment, it's gonna, just like yep. joke. Like Scott is just always in the background at their house when uh, Hope and Hank are like having serious a lot of family talks, drama. And then he's just like, man, that is great, guys. That's awesome. This is healing. This is bonding. This is healing. Did I just ruin the moment? Yeah. I'm gonna go make some tea. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, I just I love that. It's funny because it's there. called out in the movie how he's it ruins meme. the moment. Yeah, he's that meme. You know that meme, uh, like the 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 kid about to put something in the microwave. No meme. Okay, never mind. But he is just like <laughs> in the background, like like when there's a fight at the dinner table, and he's just like when you get in an argument with your friends. Or, no, no, no. It's like the it's Chris. Like when you get in an argument with your parents, where you have a friend over for dinner, and they just have to sit there, and then and we're yeah, we're just you don't know what to do. You're just like, uh, <clears throat> Mrs. Lang, this um, this casserole is really delicious. You know what? Thank you, thank you, Timothy. At least somebody appreciates it, Dale. Here we go again. I said I like this casserole. Oh, you said it, but you said it in a way that implied that you would like it better if Farrah Fawcett made it. I bet if Farrah Fawcett made this casserole, you know what? I'm done. Dinner's over. Yeah, yeah, just give up. Oh my. Give up, Dale. <laughs> like, Timothy, stay as long as you want. No, I think I'm just going to go. No, you don't have like to go. It's like Peter Parker at Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, he has to go. <laughs> it is. Do what you will with her and broom her fast. Yeah, and then everybody's <laughs> Peter's like, just sitting Just eating. Happy Thanksgiving. It's from the poop I sent you, the YouTube poop. When they catch him in the suit and he's in the suit at the table at Thanksgiving dinner and they're all just sitting there like... I recently watched that again. (laughs) I bet. I (laughs) (laughs) When he's sitting on the bed looking, thinking about Uncle Ben. It's like, remember, with great... (laughs) The car explodes. (laughs) I just like when he's when he's when he has that. Nobody knows what we're talking about. When he's no. in the speedo and his junk is huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big change. I'm not dressed, Aunt May. Those, <laughs> those are so funny. Go or look. What do you get? Shoots the bus. I mean, <laughs> I'll have to rewatch. Everyone, it again. he's running after the bus. Hey, stop the bus! <laughs> <laughs> those are that. Like, I'm so glad you get showing me those. You don't need to be ashamed of who you are, Harry. I'm not ashamed of who I am. And he's got those big glasses with the nose and mustache. <laughs> anyway, anyway man. You're right about that scene. It does work. And they do it, it a couple times. They he it works because it's not like Thor where there's no like transition point. Right. It works like it works in Guardians of the Galaxy because it fits the character and it's called out in the movie directly. Almost breaking the fourth wall, but not. Like, yeah. I just ruined the moment, didn't I? Yes, you did, but it's funny because you recognize, you acknowledge that you did. And the characters acknowledged it, too. Yeah. And I got a problem with the pacing of that. I don't. Like, they have they have a, they have have this heart-to-heart in the car where Scott is like, okay, what's the pep talk about again? Um, just that... Um I don't remember. I just watched it today. That scene. I watched it last night. But how? Movie. You know, he just wants what's best for you, like to protect you. You know, right? Losing, losing the mom, and then she kind of clicks. And then like, they kind of get into know, like, I didn't know you had a daughter when he first. And that helps them and, bond because she's Hank's oh, daughter. No, this is what he says. Yes, but he says, um, you know, he doesn't want you to do it because of how dangerous it is. He's already lost your mom. Whatever. Um, he and wants Scott me, can understand like, that. I'm expendable yeah. to him. I'm, yes. I'm a criminal. Yep. Like I, you know, so if I do it and die, it's whatever. It's not you. 
And then she's like, I didn't know you had a daughter and they have a hard time. And she mm-hmm. teaches, she is like, all right, when you're talking to the ants, like use that. You have to really, you know, think about. Uh, I thought, clear I thought the method was a little. I liked it. Yoda and Luke-esque. What's wrong but with it that? Was, well, nothing wrong with that, but it was a little basic. Just like, think about your daughter. And I, I was like, is it? said it out loud think what is this peter pan clear your like head. think a happy thought like and then you'll be able to do it i was like it's a little like a little mixed signal generic there. think about your daughter clear your head okay yeah Which what is do it? you want do you me, want me to do clear my head or, or talk, think, think of my about daughter because if i think about my daughter i'm not that's going to cause head. the ants to do something completely different i'm going to have them run errands for me to get supplies <laughs> to her is that what you want because if i clear my head then I don't make them do anything. I also didn't like her, like... I'm going to make them kiss. Using the... Before they have this heart-to-heart, she uses the earpiece. She's like, you're doing it wrong, blah, blah, blah. And then off. everything turns dark and the lights go dark, like hinting the, well, that her anger and her darkness inside of her. I thought that was a little corny. Which hints at, did you know? Very Gandalf-esque. Hope in the comics... Didn't like that. Because or She actually is a villain. Really? Okay, yeah, then now I appreciate villainous. that a little more. So it hints at like a dark side. I appreciate that a little more. Because in the knowing comics, the back, I almost said knowing the backside. Knowing the backstory behind that, I appreciate yeah, it a little more. There you go. But, but yeah, she uses the ants to block out the sun. We'll fight in the shade then. Three hundred. I do like the I do like the heart to heart in the car. Yes, it's that's good. good. But then you go immediately to another heart to heart after a transition shot of their house. When they get back inside, and there's no like, I feel like maybe they should have cut to something else afterwards, eh. like to maybe the cross doing something else, like furthering his there experiment. There was a weird thing where they it was like it was a, a weird cut clip, and of, it was they, just they just like a, with a drone shot. What no, was the ten about, second clip? There was like it was it was more than ten seconds, but it was just a really weird, odd placed. What was it? It was when he I might agree. he does shrink the. The sheep. Oh. Yeah. No, he doesn't like do that. They just inserted but... that. Like, oh, hey, we have to show that no, he, no, no. he, it's he perfected. Sho- yes, it's showing that he got it But it was just it odd placement because it was really quick and it was just, ah, I worked, and then back to the regular. Yeah, maybe that was in between. But the way I remember it was it cuts right from this car scene, establishing shot of Hank's house, which they don't, but we already know they're at Hank's house. And then they're in the house again. And Hank's standing in front of the fireplace, and then he starts going on a soliloquy, explaining what happened to his her mother with the, the nuclear bomb and going subatomic, and that's why he doesn't want her to wear the suit because it's dangerous, and he's afraid it'll happen to her. Which cool thing we and get to once see again, the original Wasp. That is cool, but it's not a yellow suit. It bums me out. No, it's, that was the first attempt. I know, I know. And we get to see... I. Are, oh wait a minute Ant Pym as Ant-Man yeah which is really cool that's cool too and of course this thing doesn't work we're, we're talking about his belt not not what's below the yeah, belt yeah 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 <laughs> good, good, good recovery um, you laughed like that guy in Prisoner of Azkaban Cornelius Fudge's assistant who oh, brings yeah. Harry to yeah, Cornelius <laughs> I actually it's funny that laugh um i subconsciously do every now and then but there was a, a old cartoon there was a movie it was called um oh it was a cat tom cat you ever heard of it 
it was it's a an old cartoon about this cat that was like this Tom and Jerry no <laughs> his name was um well now I have to look it up but anyway there's a cop in this this movie that laughs like that and I I do that without even thinking about it because I watched it as a kid and it's ingrained in my you ever do you ever say something that you've been saying forever and then when you hear where it came from again you're like oh yeah that's where I got it from similar somewhat I'm trying to I can't remember anything particular right now what um, is his name Bombalo Joe I don't know no um you're looking that up <clears throat> I'm gonna finish my thought yeah finish your thought I thought it was a weird transition and I don't think we should have got two very slow paced scenes in a row like that because the one between Scott and Hope is kind of emotionally charged, and now we're going in right, diving right into another emotionally charged scene. I thought the pacing was off on that. They needed a scene between those two, I thought. Um, but no, the reason I think also Robin Williams when I see this is because we see Cross basically breaks into <laughs> uh, Hank's house unannounced, and it makes me think of in Flubber. When the villains oh, come in, yeah. when he goes to the villain's yep, house and go. they're like in the library, same similar setting. And they're there like, oh, it, it's similar vibes for me. It's actually. Without the. Oh, mama. Bobby. <laughs> well, the bowling ball uh, <laughs> came down on my head. And then the golf ball uh, went on Johnny's head. <laughs> Uh, it's actually the cartoon. It was called Top Cat. Top Cat. It was a cartoon. You were close. But Tom the movie Cat. is Top Cat and the Beverly Hills Cats. And someone laughs that. like that? Yeah, the cop. He, okay. he laughs like that. Wow. Let's just hear. Joel, here's your shout out. Um, he asked, he <laughs> oh, said, no. um, man, because he does our intros and we always tell him like what to say, like not live from. Yeah. And he said, he just messaged us tonight. Man, you guys suck at telling me upcoming intros, LMAO. I said from Sokovia, probably. Joel said, okay. Christian said the country of Sokovia. I said, I think just Sokovia. Christian said something that's a qualifier would be better, I think, or an adjective. Sokovia just by itself falls a bit flat, in my opinion. Here's Joel's responses. We have not responded to him. And each of these things are one message. Sokovia, period. Two to one. It's done. Suck one. Blow me. <laughs> blow Satan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Interesting take. I will be having a word with him. No. <laughs> All right. Fine. All right, let's Whatever. Talk about the, uh, Whatever. Um, the cameo. When we first see the Avengers, that's they were democracy. Like, okay, here's how we're here's how we're tying it in. What cameo are we going to get? We already knew because they ruined it in the trailers. Don't know why they would do that. Oh, yeah. We still got to do this part. Yeah. Falcon. Falcon. You know, he's like, hey, we got something. He fights and he's like, what? He's very confused because he's small and big. And Ant-Man actually does defeat him. And then I love the line. It is really important to me that Cap never finds out about this. <laughs> I expect we'll hear a little joke about that and. Civil War. I suspect so. Tic-tac. Tic-tac. <laughs> well, tic-tac. 
But that was cool that they got a I Avengers cameo. I think that's cameo. cool. I think that's cool as well. It was. I joked in the summer, like that's all they could afford. But he's a like jerk. Now he's a big name. I know. Yeah. Hey, sorry. He's okay. They don't know that. People yet. know. Oh, okay. I don't. Fine. I can delete. That. Oh yeah, but you're not gonna. Every time we say that, you bullshit. Don't. Every time that bullshit. I say something, I'm like, oh, you can just delete that. You don't. I delete do it. delete. Uh uh-uh, there's some stuff in there. Like I'll be listening to record. I'm like, oh, I specifically said to delete that, and you left it in. <laughs> I all I make sure to listen when you say cut this out, cut this out. No, you don't. And I cut it out. I've said it sometimes, and you hear me say There's it. There's some recording. parts that I keep in because it's comedic. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I'm just giving you. I'm just busting your balls. I think it's funny when they do this whole. <laughs> hi, uh, my name is Scott. Did he just say hi? My name is Scott. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yes, that is good. And then they think he compromised, but he actually does steal the thing. So the heist is on. Well, let's talk about the heist. The heist is on. They're in there. Cross demonstrates. Um, he's selling to Hydra. So Even if right they there, steal the suit, could they just make another suit? Maybe, but it'd take a long time. And they, they're going to destroy all the data. Uh-huh. So they wouldn't be able to get it. In the like, server they'd have room. To completely start which, from scratch. We didn't even go through the types of ants. You got no, the crazy ants. The yeah, crazy the ants are the electrical ants. ones that can do electrical pulses. The and they're really ants. cute. The flying ants. The carpenter ants are the flying ants. Yep. And then you got the fire ants, which are good for construction or the whatever. The bullet ants that have like one of the worst pain. Stinging. Yeah. On the pain scale, the whatever Which pain is scale. kind of funny when that guy gets bit and he's like, ow, ow, ah. Like, you know what have been the funny? The guard. I don't know. I don't think he was as big of a name as he is now or as popular. I mean, it's not like he's super, super famous, but that guy. Ah, uh, yes, uh, that guy. Name? No, you know what I'm talking about? The guy that I have to know his name. He I, Who? The guy that. The guy. We, let me what just tell guy? you. Um, <laughs> um, his who, name is. Who is he? He has a, a YouTube channel called Brave Wilderness. The guy's name is Coyote Peterson. He's in the movie? No, but it would have been cool if he was that guy getting bit. Because what this guy does, he's like a nature person, like a Steve Irwin. He will capture these um, like different insects, bugs, whatever. Things that like have a sting or a bite. Like a really big one. Like um, the tarantula hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bullet ant and he intentionally gets bit or stung by them and describes the pain like he's crazy that's what he does and he has a youtube channel called brave wilderness that would um, be kind of neat for people who and it just about shows it. him like he's gotten bit by a, a snapping turtle um on the name of research for these animals but he's crazy yeah and he does it and he's still alive He's still alive, even through all this, getting stung by stuff. You not push the limits on that one right there. No. But uh, that would have been cool if he had uh, some sort of camera. That would have been cool. But he doesn't. Yeah, so they cross turns. He's going to shoot Hank. Hope calls the Hope's going to shoot Cross. It's a Mexican standoff, essentially. And Louise is taking care of the security guards. Um, Daisy Domergue. Scott's trapped because Cross is one step ahead of him, but he uses his little disc to blow up the thing. The glass, yeah. Yeah, the, the cage, glass. The and, containment and, uh, cell, whatever. And they're off. Oh, and we got a little side. Ooh. Uh-oh. 
Joel's going to be mad at you for this Excuse me. One. I'm sorry, Joel. No, you got the little side B plot with the gang, the heist oh, gang. Yeah. When they create a diversion. They create a diversion by stealing Paxson's police car. Paxson, little funny bit here. This is where the tank comes back into play. Is yes, we have a we have an escape. We have a situation here, Hank or Pym Industries. Please, we need backup. And then, to, in order to get out the of the keychain tank, he they, blows up. That's an Act Three, I tank. think. But we can talk about it here. Oh. I I couldn't. It was hard for me to tell thought, where Act Two ended and Act Three started. But yeah, the the tank on Hank's keychain yeah. isn't a keychain, and a tank. And a tank, yes. I did. The- <laughs> I like the the comedic timing right there because it's all this stuff all this like logical stuff and a tank and a fucking tank flies so, out of the middle of the building and uh, there, it is. <laughs> there it is see what they do with like the shrinking and the blowing up it's I cool. love everything about this movie and blowing up the little the center for ants that's the name of the track on the soundtrack too that it's called a center for ants brilliant when he's running through and it shows like the gun. Yeah. It's so cool how they do that. Yeah. One of the coolest movie. shots is when he's on the gun and he like flips up and runs down the yeah. bed and punches Like now the guy. he's getting into it. He's got the hang of this thing. It's so the scale He's learned of this his abilities. Movie. Yes. So cool. And they got even cooler stuff in the sequel that they build off of. Yeah. But this one, very fun action sequences like that. And we're about are smartly to get the used. Big action yeah. sequences. This is actually the first time in oh, man. that we'll see Yellow Jacket in action. Yeah, and that's the we name of a villain, right? Yeah. It's a he calls him and Darren Cross, is he the villain in the comics too? Is that his name? I think so. I didn't do that much research. Okay. But I didn't either. Hank Pym or Scott Lang Ant Man has gone by other names like um Giant Man Ant-Man, uh, Goliath, mm. and oh, Yellow really? Jacket. Really? Goliath? Yeah. And Yellow Jacket. So he's been called Yellow Jacket before. I you know, it would be really... Way. Wouldn't it be cool if uh, Lawrence Fishburne played Goliath? Yeah, but just by name only. <laughs> That'd be real cool. Oh, man, that would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe we'll see that. Maybe, maybe, just Call maybe. him up. Red pill, blue pill. Yeah, let me you just know, call him up. I got suit. him on my speed dial. I got him in my contacts. I just talked Great. to him. Great, so we'll break. Uh, I love the shot. I love the shot when this whole se- sequence is kind of cool. When they burn out the servers with the with the electric ants. Oh, yeah, that's super cool. And he, him flying on Antony just looks cool, yeah. like heroic and cool. And you see the shot of him, like behind him as it, he's flying through all these servers as they're electrocuted and it's got like this warping effect like oh yeah yeah like the trench kind of thing that's mm-hmm. so cool i love that shot you know very I cool visually the cinematography in this movie yeah like at night and whenever he's on the ant with all the ants around him just what they do with like the lens flare specifically it's just it and looks how the really lights good. go like through the ants almost yes like the it's fire really ants in the cool water how main, this whole movie is lit which that was shot. the ring theory water main yeah. the bathtub there you go. Like he he uses lens flares, very a lot, smartly. And it's dude to grid effect. It's so cool, like the the use of the ants and all that and 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 stuff. But yeah, that's kind of act two. We get the training montage. He comes to his he comes into his own and. There was a thing that I didn't like that didn't make sense to me. And yeah. Just I just thought of it when she we get the backstory of why her and her dad are estranged. Yeah. And you hear that she she was the deciding vote towards kicking Hank off oh, the yeah. board. 
And yeah. it's like, well, that, why? She's mad at him. She's mad at him, but if you knew that, okay, if you knew that Darren Cross was, look, I don't know if she knew or not, but I'm presuming she did. If she knew that ha- Darren Cross was looking after this thing, or now that I'm thinking through it, maybe she didn't know because maybe Hank didn't tell her about the pin particle. So she didn't know about it until Darren Cross started researching into it. And then she realized, oh, this is dangerous. I need to t- go back to my dad. I think, well, I think that's exactly okay. what it is. Then in that case, it makes a little more sense. But at the time I was like, okay, if you knew already, why did you vote him off the board if you knew how dangerous Cross was? And then come back and ask for your dad's help. Yeah, I don't think he re- she realized. I was gonna, yeah. I was yeah. thinking, well, it wouldn't have, we wouldn't be in this predicament if you hadn't kicked him off the board and he was still being in charge of his company. But I might be thinking wrong about that, and that's okay. It's okay. I'm struggling. Can I slap you? Yeah, sure. I'm fine. I'm here. I'm with it. I'm just tired. Like Batman and Robin. Daughter's teething. So oh, yeah, sleep was right. tough the last couple of nights, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. I'm here for it. you. Want to go to Act Three yes. yet? Yes. Yes, you do. Yes. All right. The big conclusion. Act Three. Let me get a drink first. Hey, cut this out. <laughs> Scott Lang, the martyr took on the system and paid the price, losing his family and his only daughter in the process. Exactly your kind of guy, Hank. He escapes his jail cell without leaving any clue as to how, and then he disappears magically, despite having no money to his name, and now he brings me the Ant-Man suit. The only thing that can rival my creation. Darren, don't do this. If you sell to these men, it's gonna be chaos. I already have, and for twice the price, thanks to you. It's not easy to successfully infiltrate an Avengers facility. Thankfully, word travels fast. Oh, I'll sell them the yellow jacket, but I'm keeping the particle to myself. They don't run on diesel. If you want the fuel, you'll have to come to me. What do you call the only man who can arm the most powerful weapon in the world? The most powerful man in the world. You proud of me yet? You can stop this, Darren. It's not too late. It's been too late for a long time, though. Act three. Scott takes out some guys and Louise saves him and Hank and Hope. And everybody else. (laughs) Hank and Hope escape when it's revealed. So the tank is in act three, I guess. Revealed that the tank on Hank's keychain is a real tank, and they enlarge it to get out of the building. Anthony gets shot, very sad, as Scott, and he has that whimpering, yeah. Like, who knew you could feel bad for a friggin' ant? But you do. Um, Cross and Scott fight in a briefcase, and it's amazing. And just when you think we've seen every type of fight scene, Marvel outdoes itself. Good job. Cross gets swiped into a bug zapper and Scott gets taken in again by Paxton but they get a call on the radio about something going down at Cassie's house Cross gets Cassie and Scott comes to save the day they fight on a freaking toy train set and you know 
Just when you think Marvel has given us every type of fight scene, it outdoes itself again because this set piece is amazing and innovative. I love it. And yes, I intentionally use the exact same words. This is comedy. Scott realizes that the only way to get inside Yellow Jacket's suit and save Cassie and Paxton is to go subatomic. So that's why that was introduced. So he does, and he destroys the suit, which destroys Cross in a really brutal death, where he kind of mm-hmm. just like shrinks him to himself. Ay, yikes. Scott shrinks for a long time and hits the quantum realm, I believe. <laughs> and then hears Cassie and gets the will to grow back and realizes his little grow disc discs can be put into his <laughs> suit belt and he goes regular size although wouldn't that give him like serious like you know when 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 like you're deep diving like the uh, bends yeah wouldn't that if you enlarge too big from uh, freaking smaller than Adams that's a good question I don't know, the suit uh Paxton lets him go and there's a giant Thomas the tank engine and a giant ant that Cassie now keeps as a pet while the family and Scott have dinner. Scott gets called in by Louise, who gives him another story about how Sam Wilson is looking for him. The first mid-credit... Oh, and then that's the movie. The first mid-credit scene shows us Hank and Hope, and he shows her the prototype for the brand-new wasp suit, and it's about damn time. And the last post-credit scene is Sam and Cap with Bucky in... With his arm in a vice. And I don't like it when they do this. Just show a scene from the next movie. But we didn't know it at the time anyway. Sam knows, says he knows a guy who can help. Ant-Man will return. I did it again. You didn't watch? I didn't watch. This is Bucky and the thing. But let's just first, elephant in the room, spider in the room. This was the first mention hint at Spider-Man. Because Louise is like, yeah, they got guys who can swing, guys who can crawl up walls. And it's like, dude, yeah. that's funny. And when I mentioned that, I was like, ah, yes. let's go, dude. I love that, So too. sweet. Um, obviously, the fight, the small little fight scenes, like in the briefcase, come on. Only Marvel it's can get so away good. with that. With the phone. With the phone playing, what was the song? Uh, Disintegrate uh, by The Cure. I don't know. Very good song. song very cool song. Yeah. They're so innovative. And I'm like, this small, like this shouldn't work, but it does. Like, all these little things. Like, when, when Cross is about to get hit by the train, and you think, oh, he's going to get crushed, but then it cuts out wide to the train that's hitting him and falling over. Oh, it's so that is so oh brilliant. That cut is so brilliant. It is It's brilliant. so good. Like, just going... The movie itself pulls an Ant-Man and shrinks down and goes big when it's, it's, so, when it's, so, when it's exactly like when, appropriate. When Scott's running through the carpet... Like he's running through like a oh yeah like a and jungle it's like a cornfield or, like or something a cor- yes like, it's so on. good and I also love the contrast Yellow Jacket has weapons designed to be a weapon the, apparently the they're suit, no weapons Star Wars uh, they use the sound effect tie AT-AT. fighter beams or ATAT the ATAT okay yeah. thank you so I was wrong cool. the whole time I kept calling so it tie cool. fighter that's very cool I'm ashamed of myself Star Wars fan I don't even know the uh, before we go on. In Louise's little, yes, little, little, little late bit, this time. It is. We get the Stanley cameo spotlight. This bartender is part of something much bigger than he knows. As a young gun, he was quite selfish and full of himself. So much so that he wanted even more of himself. So he used his secret power of duplication to create multiples of himself. 
allow myself to introduce myself. This caught the eye of a little group called the X-Men. They didn't want this guy against them, so they employed him to help. He was interested, but only for his own selfish reasons. During a fight with the Sentinels, he cowered and stole Bishop's temporal beacon and traveled to the future. But along the way, became a time variant and even escaped the TVA and branched off course into Earth 616, where we find him now. This world, having no mutants introduced yet, he decided to keep his secret until the right time. But the time never came and he waited and waited until he grew old. He could no longer create duplicates of himself in his old age, but instead found himself a job bartending to save up to start his own detective agency to find other superheroes and to find purpose. His bar sees a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds, and he realized from his position of anonymity anonymity, that he could perform his detective work without ever being known. He started hearing things about Avengers and other unknown heroes waiting to be seen, he would casually bring up little hints of knowledge to his patrons about these super people. He never got the credit, but without him, we'd never have Spider-Man on the radar of Tony Stark. We'd also never know about the seed he planted about creating his own little multiverse that will eventually bring in his fellow mutants. This unknown hero is Jamie Madrox, or better known by his self-proclaimed title, Madrox Prime. Yep, mm. real character. So this Stanley incarnation is a nexus being. Yep. You're welcome. The TVA, if you don't know, is the uh, what does it stand for? Time variance Time variant authority. Authority. Yep. We'll Miss Minute here. Yep, she's great. Voiced by <laughs> Tara Strong. Yep. AKA Timmy Turner. AKA Powerpuff Girls. Yep. One of them. Mm -hmm. I think she's Bubbles. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Is she? Because EG Daily is EG Daily is Buttercup. I do. They're very kinda, similar. Yes, and they're she's both really Tommy good and Buttercup. Yep. And Tara Strong is Bubbles and is Timmy everybody Turner. else? Yeah. I don't know who. What are the three Powerpuff Girls? Bubbles, Buttercup, bitch. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, I don't remember her name. Sugar, <laughs> spice, and everything died. Pour in some chemical eggs. And uh, bitch. Oh, Tom Kenny's the professor. Yeah. We should no, 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 the mayor. Excuse me. Well, uh, so they were going to do a live action Powerpuff Girls movie, oh, but they're not now? They were making it for the CW in some screens. Some Yikes. on set photos leaked, and people were like, oh, man. At least my impression was like, no, this is not going to work. So I think they wrapped it and they're redoing it. They're retooling it. They're rebooting without even ever even having one? No, because cool. it's just apparently they're like 18 years old and they. Oh, man, it's just a weird concept. I don't know, and I don't really care, but... Um, Foster's Home for Imaginary obviously. Friends would be cool. Don't know what that is. That's an old Cartoon Network show. I believe you. Anyways, um, Act 3. So we went with that. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've already mentioned Louise yeah. Rip, but... Um, yeah, the fight scene. This Act 3 is pretty much just you yeah. know, the fight scene, the conclusion. Um, I love the Yellow Jacket the series, suit. The Yellow Jacket suit's cool. CGI. I love the, the name too. Yellow Jacket. That's so that cool. cool. It is cool. And this is another thing. I can't wait for Bumblebee to show up. Right. Not the Transformer. <laughs> yeah. Queen Bee. Queen Bee. The new villain of the MCU. Oh. 
Um, I like how he gets flicked into the bug zapper. And yeah. He, and again, it does that thing where it, it's kind of played for a joke where it's just like, think, <laughs> but then you see him like powering up from it and that family's just watching as they're and they're ruining the their cookout dude i know they stepped on their burgers Who has a cookout at like 10 o'clock at night oh. <laughs> though right it's late okay you're not thinking right because in this in late in the well what time of the year is it it could have been november for all we know it could have been we without daylight savings it can get dark really early spencer Sure, true. You're Remember right. five o'clock? So it could be six or seven. Yeah. I don't think they'd have a reveal at Pym Industries at nine o'clock. Like yeah, a party. Good point. They might. But good point. I good like point. how the building implodes on itself. Yeah, hints at what's to come for Cross. Just like his building. Yeah. He Yeah, the way that he gets sucked into himself, like his arm goes and he's just like nothing. Oh man. Okay. It's brutal. Here's a fu- an interesting little tidbit. Yes. I heard and read something somewhere that he was in the credits or he's on the casting for Quantum Mania. Maybe he's in the quantum realm. I don't know if it's I like possible. that idea. Don't know if I like it. Maybe he turned maybe he's like a red skull figure. Maybe he controls the quantum realm. Maybe he controls the TVA. I don't think so. I really don't think <laughs> nope. so. Nope. Think you went too far on that one. Yeah, I don't think so. Doesn't. <laughs> yeah, how about no, Christian? How about no? Okay. But Scotty. Scotty Lang. Scotty Lang. Being the hero. Scotty Lang. You knew when they introduced the subatomic that he was going to have to go subatomic, yeah. but he was going to get out of it. And then that set up. He like, makes Hank getting like, out of it look so easy. It is for him. Hey, he didn't do it. Like, how come? I'm surprised Michael Douglas's character didn't think of that. Like, well, just use the one that. Didn't... Oh, wait a minute, because his those regulator discs, those things, he didn't have them at the time, and he only used the Ant Man suit to shrink. He didn't turn big, so he right. didn't explore. Or he said, Small "Don't mess with the regulator." So that's why he didn't mess with the regulator to right. experiment. Like. Okay, but it's Scott fine did. now. Okay. He's an electrical engineer. Scott did, yes. But I, I like how that literally opens up. You were in the quantum realm. Like, what? Tell me all about. It. And he's like, pretty dark. No, bro. Gets pretty hot in these quantum realms. <laughs> Gets kind of hot in these atoms. Atoms. <laughs> but <laughs> that's kind of freaky. It is in the, the dark down there. Yeah. Can you imagine just shrinking forever, like going so small that you're just that you're nothing, but sub, you're still you're there. smaller than an atom. Yeah, like really cool visualization as he gets go through. Like you see dust mites. Mm-hmm. Um, it's even cooler in the next one. Yeah, yeah, it All is. All this stuff you get a lot of it, and I mean, they really go hard. They double down on. But they, they dip their toe in this one. The next one's like putting your your whole waist in the water. The whole waist, your whole the whole self. thing. Yes, the whole thing. The whole but thing. Man, yeah, Hank is like, yo, tell me everything, and he's like, I don't. No, what? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Remember. It was just like I was there and it was nothing. I almost felt like he was lying. I don't think so. Because he, he was, just was like, I don't. He was just thinking about casting and getting out. That's. And just floating there. Well, it's got to be disorienting. He went through trippy. like a tesseract and like the fourth, dim- fourth dimension and all that. Real trippy. It was like kaleidoscope. Yeah, it was really cool. Visually, it was really stunning. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I also like how really Cassie the kept the ant. In the ah, next one. <laughs> nice, dude. But I haven't seen that one in a long time. I haven't either. But 
very this reminded me of a skyrim mod where okay. someone at the beginning of the game you've played it briefly when you're in the when you're in your carriage you get brought into helgen to go on trial whatever and then the dragon interrupts and breaks you out yeah somebody modded a thomas the tank engine thomas was my jam as a kid in place of the dragon and when you hear the dragon roar in the actual game they replace it with an engine like the same engine sound That's from ant man where it's like Dude. and they're like what is that right out that door <laughs> My son has a, a toy Ooh. like train set. You know the yeah. wooden things where you can make a track. Whistles? No, but oh. he has uh, like a Darn. bunch of different little Thomases. And my middle name is Thomas. So like as a kid, I had Thomas Ooh. the train engines because my mom was like, oh, "That's cool." That's something I didn't know. Yeah, but he, um, yeah, he has like Percy the green one. Um, I have a couple a, other. We had an ornament. Characters. We had Christmas ornaments. So I had a cool. Thomas one, and I think my sister had the green one. Thomas the T Inch, bro. Mm-hmm. Very he, creepy he though, how it happens in Skyrim. How you see just the Thomas to, with that stupid face. There's a video of I'll it. I'll have to find a video. There, he flies in, and it's just the the face uh, with the with the toot. But it's very similar how it happens in yeah, this so movie. Yeah, so Thomas gets blown very up creepy, big, and an ant gets big. Face is creepy. With the eyes. It, it is in the wrong context, for sure. But Paxton, I like how he lets him go. His daughter's reaction like is funny. To With the ant, when it get, the ant gets blown up. It's like, oh, the music, and she's just like. Oh. oh, yeah, and then they keep him as a pet, and she feeds him under the mm-hmm. table. I mm-hmm. like that. I like that they're all getting along, and Paxton's like, hey. This you is know, where. I, yeah. I told him that I, I booked you correctly. And, uh, you know, you're good. He's like, yo, thanks, and whatever. You feel like he's turned into a fanboy at this moment. Probably he likes Because he kind of looks like in admiration at Scott. Because he witnessed it. Yeah, he knows he's heroic now. He. I was trying to follow Louise's story. What? Is it, is it just that he's telling Scott that an Avenger is looking for him? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. That's the basic gist of it. All right. Yeah. So he he goes to talk to him because Louise is like, "Yo, we got another." Because I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Yeah, it's hard really. to follow. But and it's this funny. boat is leaking. It. Yeah, mine's not. I I plugged mine. That's what she said. <gasps> plug my boat. I'll plug <laughs> your boat, bro. Plug that caboose. What? Stanley mm-hmm. Brief you know, doesn't even have a line. He does, but it's not his voice. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. What is How it? do they do that? They just do. Do they have Michael Pena? They probably have voice, him do it. Like ADR they, it later. Yeah, like a, record him, and then the man, actors. Man, this shit is it, tight. The actors have to um, match him. I would imagine they said, "Here's your lines, you say it," and then the actors heard how he said it. And matched it because you notice like they all become him in the story. I love how they do it. Like they just that, that's so fun. It's fun and they get the lip sync right. Yes. So that it looks it is right. really well done. Oh it's man. Really well done. It's really well done. And it's funny and it works and it fits the tone of the movie. And they made a Titanic joke in this movie. They did? Yeah, when Scott's talking about it's the same steel oh, yeah. that they used in the Titanic. Well, that shit killed DiCaprio, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it freezes. No, you know, I don't. Yeah. That, 
Little old lady still alive waiting to throw stone in oceans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Titanic joke is really funny. Man, this movie. That shit great. killed everyone. No, little old lady still alive. Scott, you're full of shit. I love that I'm make part. Some tea. Yeah. Isn't that I when he says that. he's going to make some tea? No. No. Well, he says this that is when nothing. This is nothing. We we don't. No. no. Yeah, hope. Yeah. Hope. Why would shoot, you. If this is what I think it is, then shoot me again. <laughs> yeah. Hope, why would you do this? Hope, and he kind of blames it, that funny little joke as he leaves. Scott, you're full of shit. Yeah. I love that. Scott. Yeah. You're full of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm done with this. I'm done. I'm done breaking into places, shady places, and stealing shit. What do you want me to do? I need you to break into a place and steal some shit. <laughs> Doesn't he say that makes sense? Yeah. Or right. Yeah. But yeah. It... Scott, you should be seeing the facility coming up right uh, underneath you, okay? Uh, guys, I I thought you said this was a abandoned cool Stark reveal. warehouse. Reveal. Cool reveal. This is an Avengers facility. So then, is that like our reveal? Like, oh, they made an old Stark warehouse into... They um, made the old they kept Stark up warehouse the, into the new the Avengers of, campus. Um, a Stark um building becoming the avengers because his tower becomes avengers tower Well, it's like that i think and he's got the hookup he's got the money he's got the stuff like marvel ultimate alliance great game you'd love it probably you actually do like your one of your headquarters is stark tower so it's pretty cool i just want an open world avengers game is that too much to ask for Mm. where i can play as any what about that guardians game you gotta watch the trailer. Yeah, I'll watch the trailer. I'll watch um, the trailer. but anyway, yeah, that's cool. That was very funny. The the Avengers facility. They got some continuity issues with that though, because the Avengers looks the f- facility looks different in every they're movie it shows up in. Because they're remodeling and they're building, I they're guess. adding on to it. It wasn't complete, I don't think. No. Um, but it does but, make sense that it's Sam Wilson because he'd, he'd be living there now. Right. What so. were the other? What were? Uh, Wanda and because her name isn't Scarlet Witch, that's what everyone just calls her, like outside the movie universe. Because that's her comic, name. right? Yeah. Um, what else is in Act Three? The fight. The fight. Pretty much the quantum realm. It was uh, the fight was great. Literally setting up smart, well and plants scripted. a seed. We don't even know what's it, what's going to grow into, and that's the true definition of planting a seed that really grows into a full mm-hmm. ficus. Like, this sure. movie is a seed for a ficus. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Good. We'll go with that. Should Dane Cook be in the MCU? No. Random thought. Okay, good. Glad we squashed that. Thanks for talking to me out of it. Okay, so I'm at this art museum with my cousin Ignacio, right? And there was this, like, abstract expressionism exhibit. But you know me, I'm more like a Neil Cubist kind of guy, right? But there was this one Rothko that was sublime, bro. Oh, my God. Luis. Okay, sorry, sorry. I, I just, you know, uh, I just get excited and stuff. But anyway, anyway, and Ignacio tells me, yo, I met this crazy fine writer chick at the spot last night. Like, fine, fine, like crazy, stupid, fine. And he goes up to the bartender and goes, look at the girl I'm with. You know what I'm saying? She's crazy, stupid, fine, right? And the bartenders are all like, yeah, crazy, stupid, fine. So this writer chick tells Ignacio, yo, I'm like a boss in the world of guerrilla journalism, and I got mad connects with the peeps behind the curtains, you know what I'm saying? Ignacio's like, for real? And she's like, yeah. You know what? I can't tell you who my contact is because he works with the Avengers. Oh, no. 
Yeah, and this dude sounds like a badass, man. Like, he comes up to him and says, yo, I'm looking for this dude who's new on the scene, who's, like, flashing this fresh tack, who's got, like, bomb moves, right? Who you got? She's like, well, we got everything nowadays. We got a guy who jumps. We got a guy who swings. We got a guy who crawls up the walls. You got to be more specific. And he's like, I'm looking for a guy that shrinks. And I'm like, damn, I got all nervous because I keep mad secrets for you, bro. So I asked Ignacio, is it the badass to the stupefied writer chick to tell you, to tell me, because I'm tight with that man, that he's looking for him? And? What'd he say? He said yes. Yeah, I'll be honest. This, um... This is in my top five MCU movies. Um, I love this movie. I, I need to actually sit down and think of that. Because I, I don't know. I don't know what I my just, top five would I be. love the self-contained... While also planting the seeds that we're talking about to a much it works universe. on its own while also tying into the other the other yeah. movies like the Hydra thing yeah like I hear they're up to doing new things that now it's blah. like uh, you know like neo Nazis or like modern Nazis they're neo Hydra because Hydra is essentially Nazis yes they are, yes Hy- Nazi light yep yep quantum realm becomes important in phase three mm-hmm. they plant mm-hmm. that. And Paul Rudd being in the MCU, we don't deserve that. We as people don't Speaking deserve of, that. We sh- why isn't Stanley Tucci in the MCU yet? Put him on the Put list. Put him on the list. Put him he on the actually, list. He actually should be. I don't know who he'd be, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Charles Xavier. Honestly? <laughs> he's bald. He's not old enough. I wouldn't want him to de- What? Want, who? No. I want him to get an old guy. Uh, Doctor Doom. No. I don't think I want that. Mr. Fantastic. No. 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 John Krasinski. Yes, we want John Krasinski. Yeah, we'll do a segment. We'll think about it. We'll think about um, it. That'll be fun. That'll be a really fun segment. Yeah, I guess just kind of my final thoughts. Obviously, um, you know, Evangeline Lilly is a fine addition to the MCU. Michael Douglas is great. And he's not just a one-off old guy like Glenn Close was or... Jeff Bridges. Well, number or, one, Glenn Close wasn't an old guy. I know, so. but you know what I mean. An old actor, actress. He's he's coming back. He's in it for the long haul. I like and that. And he's having fun doing it. We may have even mentioned he it. Is. Like He was filming he the third that. one now, and he says, I'm excited to do that now because it's so much fun. It wasn't just a, let me do this once, have him kill me off, I'm not coming back. He was like, dude, he's this is freaking awesome. He's this engaged. is different than what else I've, anything else I've done. And like you can tell... He's not just there for like a, yeah, all right, I got this under my belt. Like he, he's doing the work. Like he's right. He's good. He's given a great performance. He, he plays the character like he plays a surly old Hank Pym he's so well. He's a complicated well. character. Mm-hmm. Because he's like your hero, but he's a douche. But he's not also sometimes. He's just a cranky old man who's I very defensive. I wonder what other old actress or actor we're gonna get in Phase Three. Man, oh, man. to put alongside him. Can't wait. He actually wanted his wife. I think. No, somebody. Don't know. Don't care. It's not her. Um, All right. Yeah, the villain, obviously another generic, same suit as the hero, but it doesn't matter. We just need for I feel like play. a lot of the villains in these intro movies are kind of weak. Well, for the, they are. For this, you had to have somebody that, like another he's, shrink. He's Obadiah Stain Light. Yeah. Without the beard. I think even. a little better. No, he's not better. But the fighting is better because of the setting. And I think in this movie, you had to have 
another villain that could just I can do the feel same the thing. contempt radiating out yeah. of him towards me or whatever like he, he can says. just he has to be able to do the same thing because otherwise we don't get those cool little miniature set pieces with fighting on a that's the inter- Thomas the train track that's toy the set. interesting thing about Darren Cross is he's a psychopath who's like a child wanting approval yes. validation you can hear it in his voice when he's talking to hope like he sounds a little desperate yep Yep, 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 yep. This this is a you know a heist hero film. It's false. Oh, they kept a lot of the uh, Edgar Wright isms. Um, is you know paid. I mean, they toned it down Peyton a little bit. Yeah, because Edgar Wright is known for the quick cuts. Yeah, they don't really do that. The Cassie and Scott. The dynamic's pretty good. It's it's believable. And yeah, she doesn't. She's not like, a bad child actress. No, she's really good. And it's they don't do the classic family dynamic with a divorced parents and a new stepdad that any movie... Like, they don't do any of that. They don't do the stepdad is favored and she's mad at the dad for making the yes. mistakes. She stands by her dad and she stands by her stepdad. More so her dad because she's like, I hope you don't catch him. But she doesn't like not like him as Paxton, a stepdad. Yeah. She doesn't like... You know, stop calling me. She's not mad at him. You're not my dad like that. She doesn't do that. She likes them both. She loves them both. Her mom is just kind of there. But (laughs) Judy Greer, thanks for coming. Here's your paycheck paycheck for the day. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know that? um, I can't see. I'm so used to her being in like these blot, like, I don't want, not blase, but just like kind of. Not the brightest bulb on the tree rolls. Yeah. Where she's like, time and then. What else is she in? I think she's in 10 thing. No, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I think she's in that. Judy Kate Holmes. Kate Holmes. Um, no, not Kate Holmes. She right? is in. Let me just give you a quick run. She's been in 152 things, so a lot. She does What's a lot Kurt of, Russell and Goldie Hawn's daughter's name? Kate Hudson. Yeah. Kate Hudson. She does a lot of uh, voice work, it looks like. She was in, you'll know her from Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. She's the mom. mom. See, she's doing more of those mom roles now. She was in 13 going on 30. Oh, yep. yep. She was her friend. I remember that. Yeah. Those old rom-coms of the 2000s I know she was in. Let me just give you a little bit of um, Peyton Reed's. Little filmography? Yeah, just a little bit. Peyton Reed. And then... You'll see, he's come a long way. Christoph Beck, composer. All right, so here we go. Peyton Reed. He directed Back to the Future TV series, 91 to 93. Oh. Uh, uh, Through the Eyes of Forrest Gump, a short little, probably a documentary. Hmm. But then he's like, you know what? I'm going to take a turn here. Uh, The Wonderful World of Disney. He directed some episodes. Oh. Uh, the Weird Al Show. Mr. Show with Bob and David. So he has that comedy background. Oh, wow. But then he got big and he's like, you know what? Rom-com time. Bring it on. So he did bring it on. Down with Love. The Breakup. Who's in Down with Love? Um, Ewan McGregor and Renee Zellweger. Oh, I, lo- I do like that movie. David Hyde Pierce. I remember watching it. that when I was a kid, and I, I really mean, liked it. He's a it. solid six out of ten director until this, Ant-Man. But then, here you go. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yes, Man with Jim Carrey. No way. Yep. 
And then Ant Man, Ant Man and Wild. I mean, he okay. has tried. I like Peyton stride. Reed. Peyton Reed's on my. He only has good one list upcoming film, and, and that's Quantum Mania. Yeah. yeah. So he's dedicated. He's, he's like, I don't, great. Uh, I like him. He's a I good like director. Him. He he became one of my favorites in the MCU for sure. For sure, I like him a lot. And I like how they do that. Like, hey, if you do a good job with the first one, we're we'll going to give you. you that character. Just like with the Russos, except they did Because they get it. They did so well. And it keeps consistency, like with the story, like mm-hmm. Star Wars didn't. But um, mm. we always have to mention Star Wars. That's okay. We're, but um, that's like our benchmark for what we compare things to. But I was um, just watching Last like Jedi earlier today. The Russos took the keys to Captain America, because it was like the first director was like, yeah, this is a fine movie, but we're not really Don't ever ready to... disrespect... Who? You don't even remember the I don't know. <laughs> but they're like, all right, that was good, but we're not really ready to give you the keys to Captain America. The Russo brothers came in. They're like, all right, these guys, they get okay. it. Okay. And now you actually get the next Avengers. The Russo the brothers whole rest fit the tone. Yeah. You get the whole the rest of the MCU. Second Cap movie. It's just yours now. The k- director of the first Cap movie fit the thing, they were, the tone, the idea that Joe Johnston, I believe. There you go. I think he directed Jurassic World 3. And Joe Johnson came out of effects. That's not I think. out yet. No, Jurassic Park three. Excuse me. So not a but, good resume. Oh, no, he has a better resume than that. Alan, Alan, I, we should that's do so Park. stupid. Yeah, we should do Jurassic that's Park. That's stupid. Stupid scene. When does Dominion come out? Next summer. I guess we got our summer blockbuster for next year. Except mm-hmm. it's summer MCU, so we can't do it. Mm. Sorry. We'll have to do it later. We'll but, have to do uh, it later. Back to, Ant-Man. back to here. Give me your final thoughts. Final thoughts. I think it's a great movie. Like you said, it's so nice to get get out of the just the cacophony, the onslaught on the senses of Ultron, Age of yeah. Ultron, to just bring it down, bring it into the Ant Man, bring it, <laughs> shrink the size shrink of the movie the a little bit, and and have it be a fun heist movie. It doesn't need to have this big epic superhero thing. It, it's just a fun heist movie that introduces char- characters, people to Ant-Man, easing them into the concept of Ant-Man. You yes. know, instead of just thinking, what well, Ant-Man, that's silly. Like, well, it's Ant-Man. Like, it is silly, but that's okay. They're doing it in a way, well, first of all, they have Michael Douglas, so that'll bring people who are Michael Douglas fans in. Yep. Just like Robert Redford fans may have gotten into it with... Winter Soldier, and Glenn Close fans, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I just like the smaller scale. I like the character. I like Ant Man is a cool character. It's a cool hero. He is. And it's I like the concept is really cool. Yeah, it's, and it's simple. Cool. Yeah, it's a simple movie. It's a simple movie. It's like what Kevin Feige said after the end of Phase at the end of Phase Three, like Far From Home. That's bringing it down to earth. Like we're shrinking Literally. the stakes a little bit and bring it. It's like, it's like when you think of the plot chart again. Think of the plot chart. You have the ri- like rising action, yep. and then downward. Like the what do they call journey. that? Yes, the plot's journey. <laughs> the, another thing that's cool yes. is, or another thing that it's I really bringing liked about phase it, two down. Yeah, to a a sizable yes. level. But I, I I appreciate that they didn't really us out of it, go yeah. too heavy handed with like the love story. Yeah, I know, right? Right. We knew they were going to probably end up, but they didn't. 
they didn't focus on that until the end when he caught him smooching. You had but, a little sneak peek when she's checking him out. Yeah, it's like Peyton was like, "Can I just? I do rom coms. Can we do? Can, can we do the gratuitous bit? shot, please? Can we please do that? Fine, can we please Peyton, do the Paul Rudd shirtless with abs yes. shot? I bet Paul Rudd requested that because he's like, I put work in. Just like Chris Pratt. He's like, I put the work and in. And now I'm going to go back to eating Baskin-Robbins. How about I take my shirt off in this scene, Peyton? Um, it's not really in the script. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, you misunderstood. I didn't ask. I'm just <laughs> saying, in this scene, he gets hit, right? In the side. So if I took my shirt off to mend myself, and then That'd be cool, right? She saw. Yeah. yeah I'm just going to do it. I'm not actually asking. I'm going to do it. And if you're rolling, you, no, 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 great. no. Listen, I will Paul, ruin this take, Paul, Peyton. If you don't Paul, let me take my shirt off, we spent a lot of time on this script. Me and I, mm. Edgar Wright, pass it over to us. Sure. We spent a lot of time. We spent a lot of time doctoring it. We need you to do what the script says. We can't. Sure. We can't have you just going a wall and thinking you own the picture and taking your shirt off. What's next? You gonna take your pants off too? Is that what you want to do? I, you think this is a kind of movie? We're I not going you. there. We're not going there, Peyton. I hear no. you. I hear what you're this saying. This isn't Star Trek in Darkness. I read the We're script. We're not doing that. I understand the script. I get the script. Believe me. Well, apparently you don't it. because Nobody you don't want to follow the script. Nobody you want to take script. your shirt off. Nobody gets the script more than I do. But... No one wants to see... Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me just take my shirt off right now no, for you. No, we're not letting no, you... No, 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 With no cameras, no cameras. Let me just take my shirt off for you right now. I am Can we married. do that? Can we do that? No. I'm going to do it. Shirts okay. off. Look at this work. He took the shirt off. Look at this okay. work I You're, put in. You got a good physique, I have to admit. If and we like did this, have you do that personal training regimen, but you know what? That, if you it's like not what this, this was for. You had to fit in the suit. You didn't. Ha we didn't have you work out so you could take your well, shirt off. You needed to fit into the suit. Well, turns out... You and out, Michael Douglas need to be the same size. Yeah, but I can shirtless scene. Deal? No, you don't get the shirtless scene. Oh, we're done. Good. Yeah, we are. No. No, we're not. Did you know that they had to refit the suit because he got too big for it? Really? He put too much muscle, so they had to like, yeah, refit I love that it. segue. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. True story. I think that's a good place to end it. All right. Don't you? I think so. All right. Well, you were just listening to shenanigans with <laughs> Christian and Spencer. That's what we do. But no, this has been another edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. And this has uh, been the Ant-Man edition. We hope you enjoyed it. We're nearing the end here. We got one more episode. One more episode. The wrap-up of Phase 2. We got a wrap coming for you. We got a special guest coming for you. We got... A big announcement. Uh, people. Uh, <laughs> we got an announcement. <laughs> this is a big hint. Yes. But I'm not going to tell you what the next franchise is. But man, I have been waiting for man, since we started this podcast. This is his jam, dude. This, this is movie. his jam. Ah. Uh, anyway. I got ahead of myself there. You can listen you to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Pandora, and anywhere where you like to enjoy your podcasts. And if it's not on where you like to enjoy your podcasts, please let us know and we can rectify that situation. Wreck but we won't know if you don't tell us. Spencer, how can they tell us? They can tell us with an email at sequelmen19 at gmail.com. They can also find us on Twitter at sequelmen19, Instagram at sequelmen the podcast, and the Facebook. I posted something, nobody answered it. 
That's disappointing. A little embarrassing. Put, my, <laughs> put myself out there. I put, I put myself out there. I have responded. a funny story okay. about that. All right. Our friend of the show, Ben, Ben Klusterhouse. for sure we'd get He one messaged him. me asking what the fuck you meant about that. <laughs> Who's the blue guy? Well, and I had to tell him, Ronan, I think. Watch the movies. <laughs> well... Anyway, That's we had that. a little interaction with about that. Yeah, well, time to comment on it, Ben. <laughs> we should have Ben on the show. Sure, I'm gonna reach out to him. Reach ben, to him. we're gonna reach out. Keep your phone lines open. We're reaching out. Reaching out. Okay. All right. I That's no, it's you. Oh, me? I interrupted you. I was done. I said oh. the Facebook. That's okay. where we are. Spencer, we can't wait till the next one. That's right, Christian, because here is Sequel Men, the podcast. All films are created sequel. Take care. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like if Ant-Man did go inside someone's butt and just <laughs> expanded? Wow. What a hole! <laughs> it's quite a colonoscopy there. Holy moly! What, dude? He could become a doctor. Uh, Scott. Yeah. Ready for we gotta... another lesson? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Not again! This is like the magic school bus, but it's just me. <laughs> Scott, you're the only one that can perform this procedure. Just get he's in the damn a, butt, Scott. He's got a gerbil stuck up there, and it's still alive. And we think if we can get it out in time. We may be able to save both their lives. Are you up for it? I fuck yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What if uh, he could become a doctor though?
You're welcome. The TVA, if you don't know, is the, uh, what does it stand for? Time Variance, Time Variance Authority. Authority, yep. We'll learn Miss Minute here. Yep, she's great. Voiced by... Tara Strong. Yep. A.K.A. Timmy Turner. A.K.A. Powerpuff Girls. Yep. One of them. Mm-hmm. I think she's Bubbles. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Is she in the E.G. Daily is... E.G. Daily is Buttercup. I do. They're very kinda, similar. Yes. And they're she's both really Tommy good voice and Buttercup. Work. Yep. And Tara Strong is Bubbles and is Timmy everybody Turner. Else. Yeah. I don't know who... What are the three Powerpuff Girls? Bubbles, Buttercup... I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I don't remember her name. Sugar, or- spice, and everything died. Pour in some chemical eggs. And uh bitch. Oh, Tom Kenny's the professor. Yeah. We should No, 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 they're... the mayor, excuse me. Well, uh so they were gonna do a live action power pop.